Welcome to Adlib and D, where a group of amateur role-playing enthusiasts run a weekly live stream D&D 5e game with a twist. The viewing public can vote on a large group of random concepts before the episode takes place, and then once tallied, the DM will select the five of the ten most popular and tailor that episode of the game against the chosen ideas. Anything can happen, and no episode will be the same. You can find where to vote on Discord um, in the Filthy Pig Discord server. Anyway, uh, to recount what happened last week... Our um, fine uh, group of adventurers have decided to uh, track down an elusive uh, piece of history from Namtar, um, well, not Namtar, Jace, actually, where um, Jace's history has come back to haunt him and a, an assassin or a bounty hunter was coming in to collect on a reward. Uh, they were able to defeat the bounty hunter and deciding to take the fight back to Namtar's um, uh, a person in Amtar's history. They um, travelled on a uh, caravan trip uh, for a few days from Medano down to the uh, small town of Alves, and uh, in doing so, they uh, got involved in some fun shenanigans. It was a bit of a uh, fiesta there, um, and they chased some pigs, they ate some food, and at the end of the end of the night, um, they had to unfortunately fight some more energy balls that they were uh, had seen previously when they were trying to save Feldisha. So um, the episode basically picks up just after the uh, combat has finished and the uh, party is uh, trying to get uh, a bead on uh, what has happened. Well, well done all. That was uh, quite the battle, wasn't it? A walk in a park, I I think. You know, um, I think it might be best if we didn't mention to the townsfolk that we'd seen those glowing balls before. I think that mm. might be wise. Yeah, I think you've got a, a good plan there. That would be a mistake, I think. Uh, especially since um, that fellow there, what was his face? You, you said something interesting about him, Ricky. He was... Something strange about him? Well, I think he must have been named after a terrifying creature and not been a terrifying creature. Because had he demonstrated the characteristics of these creatures, he would not have been taken out by one of these little flying balls. What about that worm thing? Has anyone seen one of those before? Have I seen one of those before? Um, no, none of the party has seen something like that. Have I read about anything like that? Uh, you can make a uh, arcana check. Okay, I have a long, hard think about it. But all the books I've been into recently. And I roll <laughs> a natural one. <laughs> so, unfortunately, uh, nothing in your mind... Uh, can bring anything of interest about that uh, sort of worm that you fought. Its its presence or its um, nature is unknown to you. Just just as you guys are discussing this, um, you, you notice that along the ground some villagers lie dead. Uh, one corpse is slowly defrosting in the evening air, and uh, two of the remaining merchants and Carl look shocked uh, at the ruination um, of 
and quickly go about looking after their deceased colleagues. Um, the, the smoke's still rising from their charred clothes. What remains of Elder Windigo is nothing but ash, and as you look around, most of the villagers are hiding in their homes or further out of sight. Um, it's at this point that um, out of one of the uh, village houses steps Gordon, uh, a little bit shocked, um, certainly, um, at what he saw. And the fact that he's been quite quiet on the on the trip down south uh, shows something that he's not much of a fighter. He he looks around at the party and goes, what, what, what was that? Gordon, I would like to congratulate you on your survival skills, mate. You did a top job. Ducking in when things got hairy was a very sensible choice. Well done. Um, Gordon, just curious, uh, where were you at? Um, I uh, I do recall saving his life at one point. Isn't that right, Gordon? Uh, well, uh, you you all looked um, like you could hand, handle yourself, and 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 um, there was a house nearby that I thought might be safe, and and it, it was. I, I guess I, you guys did really well. Um, when you were in that house hiding, I'm not going to say. Why doesn't matter. Um, what's the chance you found something that might uh, wet my throat? I, I, I wasn't thinking of that. Um, I, I was thinking more if, whether I was going to see the next day. Um, there could be something in there. Hmm. Yeah, today was a tough day. That Frederick starts to nuzzle up up to uh, Jace and uh, looks up up at him with a pleading look. Um, do I still have uh, Speak With Animals going on? Is, is it 10 minutes? 10 minutes, yeah. Um, you'd probably be on the cusp of it. Um, yeah. What is it, Frederick? Um, do you have any food? Um, Al Alarak, your pig's hungry. I might have some nuts in my backpack left over if, um, if, if, Little tiny Bindi's happy to share. Alright kind of looks over at his pig and he kind of just, you know, moves his head towards Riki, I think, and he's kind of just indicates that uh, she was the one riding it, so he's just, you know, raises his hands and shrugs. Gordon, um, so what my friend's trying to say is he, he gets thirsty after saving people's lives. As for me, you know, after after saving, saving people's lives, I, I, I prefer... Uh, Something a bit uh, shinier and uh, valuable. I don't suppose you feel like uh, rewarding your heroes. You, you cleaned me out already. I don't have any money. I've been like basically frog marched down here by you guys. I frog marched by us. <laughs> we hired on um, with you as caravan. Oh, oh, Gordon. Sorry, Gordon. I was thinking of the caravan guard. Beg your pardon. Not Carl. <laughs> okay, okay. Carl, Carl made it out. Carl, Carl's looking after his deceased colleagues. Okay. Yeah, was, he hasn't was... engaged with you at the moment. Okay, yep, yep, I'm with you. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, you know, this little fight of ours here today, it's got me a little bit thinking about, uh, you know, back on that bridge, um, I got this black spot in my memory how's that it's well 
you know how like you remember what you did this morning you know the and just you know like less than half an hour ago when you were out in the out in the outhouse there you remember it quite clearly right well there's a spot when we were fighting those those creatures that uh, Riki wanted to burn or the one anyways um there's a time there where it seems like I can't remember anything well maybe uh got a little easier on the booze I I, I hear it happens no uh, no hells I've hardly had a drink since we moved it's it's a shame really you, you know I still wouldn't mind forgetting some of the other stuff that passes that we've done in the past that's a good way to get rid of those memories it works quite well but this time around yeah but damn uh, why can't I remember did something happen I mean there was a time there with that weird worm that whenever Riki hit it with her uh, what do you call those things you shoot from your fingers well, traditionally they're called magic missiles, but you can call them magic pew pew bolts if you'd like. Uh, the pew pews, yeah, those pew pews. Those, uh, I mean, when it hit the worm, it you know it would heal and stuff like this. And I remember that very clearly. Well, there was a, a close time there where whew, I thought I he was going to get me, but was some good move there. But you know, Alarak there saved the day. Alarak, of course, he just kind of blushes a little bit in his own half-orcish way, which you can't really tell. But uh, he just nods, because yes, of course. It's without question. As as you guys are speaking, uh, it's then that a, a few village militia arrive, assorted weapons and armor poorly maintained and loosely fitted. One of them, an elderly woman in, in a rusted breastplate, calls out, Halt! State your business! Here and what happened? All I've heard is that snippets of nonsense about ball lightning and other magical phenomena. She looks around at, at the group at large. It was not nonsense. Uh, there was indeed ball lightning and other magical phenomena, but uh, you may rest uh, soundly knowing that uh, we've uh, taken care of the threat. Um, sadly, uh, not without incident. There have been a number of folks who've uh, uh, been uh, lost their lives to the uh, magical attack before we were able to step in. Make a persuasion check. Okay. Can can we add advantage by um, by me chiming in and saying yes? It wasn't without suffering ourselves. I mean, look at the burn marks that we sustained because we're still wounded, aren't we? You Sorry. are still wounded. I don't think he needs the advantage considering he rolled a natural twenty. Oh, well, I attempt to add enthusiasm at any rate. <laughs> well, Vanny just kind of looks at this, this woman strangely trying to see if he, he's recalled her. You, um, you have a look at her. She is, you haven't recognized her since you've been in Alves, which um, hasn't been for long. But um, make a general intelligence check. Hmm. All of us, or just me? Just you, because you're looking at her. Ah, oh, bugger. That's seven. Um, her features uh, seemed, uh, seem to tickle the back of your mind, but you can't tell uh, 
what the features line up with, basically. Like, she's related to someone um, that you have met or known or something like that, but you don't know exactly who it is. You, you said that she's an older lady? Uh, oldish. Um, I would put her at probably uh, 40 or so. Uh, who are you, and uh, do I know you from somewhere? I don't think so. Um, my name is Wendy, uh, Wendy Wendigo. I, um, was here, uh, I, I live here with my, um, father. Um, where, where is William, anyway? Oh, I'm so sorry. Alarak kind of just points with his, his, uh, strange-looking glaive. Your father, he was, he was the first to fall in the attack. Like it came suddenly without warning. He he died a hero trying to help his people. Oh my god. Um she sort of races up to the uh, pile of ash and, and stares at it for probably a good ten, twenty seconds. Um and um the a shudder uh, uncontrollable shudder runs through and then she goes oh, this this is most Unfortunate. Yes, look, um, I, I need to get to the bottom of this matter. Do you have any idea why these things turned up? They came without warning. Um, there, there seemed to be no cause. Alarak kind of just walks up to her in his loincloth to give her a hug. <laughs> Is Jace going to... Uh, might, might I suggest that we were so inspired by um, his, his attempts to protect his townspeople, that maybe Jace might pen a, a very heroic song to remember the lost Elder Wendigo by. It might start with the words, Wendigo, why did you go? Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> we expect one next week. Chorus um, to be sung by all. <laughs> Wendigo, you moved too slow. So, um... She she sort of flinches a little bit at a, a large half orc with um, vicious looking horns walking up to her. But um, when when he does give her a hug, she she sort of uh, falls into his arms a little bit and uh, starts to sob a little bit. It, when, it she take... do, when she does that, I can just imagine Alarax kind of sitting there, uh, not expecting that, and just lets her go. <laughs> <laughs> really? Is that what you're doing? I don't know. What do you do that? I don't know. You guys, what do you think? What do you do it? <laughs> I don't he think he's that heartless. Wouldn't. He wouldn't do that. He he sort of like pats her on the shoulder and yeah. um, does his best to Oops. go. There, 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 there. Um, of course he would. There she, might, she, I mean, there might be a profit in it. So yeah, he would probably say um, something about yeah. Uh, we'll send you your. We'll send you the invoice. <laughs> oh. I don't know which is heart, more heartless. Yeah, probably. Mm, that might not be him. She she recovers. Well, Bonnie goes over while. to Jace. He and Jace. He's like, "Hey, Jace, Jace. Um, uh, yeah. Um, I don't know if this is the right time, but yeah, make sure you um, you know, send her the invoice. Got to send her the bill. We saved the town. We did. Uh, we did. Are you, are you sure? Oh, oh, oh! No, 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 right no! You're right. That would be silly of us. Uh, that that Carl, that cheapskate Carl, is going rate, phew, going rate for fighting. To anyways, uh, 
we need to find a way to keep going. I mean, we're only, we're not even, we've only started this journey. That's right, yes. Yes, hopefully so, there'll be a new caravan. <laughs> so, uh, Wendy uh, sort of moves away from Alarak at that point. Goes, <laughs> um, well, I, I think I think I need some more time to uh, process all of this. Um, can can I get you guys to stay here for the night, please? Um, I, I need to speak to people and, and find out what's going on. Um, please. Uh, well, uh, we would be happy to assist you in your investigation, but uh, we are strangers in town and we have no lodgings. Our plan was to. Uh, move on uh, uh, where where should we stay uh, uh, well the, the, the local uh, inn uh, I think it's the, the drunken sheep it should have some places available um, well normally it would be full at this time of year but uh, you, you might get lucky if, if you speak to speak to uh, Harold there well uh, mm, go ahead well uh, Wendy um, uh as 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 much as we we feel uh, goodwill towards you and your town, uh, we we feel we've certainly demonstrated uh, that already uh, through our heroic acts. And uh, for us to uh, stay in town at our own expense is a big thing you ask of us. Alarak kind of interrupts uh, Jay's from that. He's like, Jay's, what are you or what what are you saying? We we do this out of goodwill. We're, I'm sorry, uh, Madame Windigo. Of course, don't worry, don't worry. It was all her, free service. At, at at what Jace mentions, her face goes a little bit harder, and she goes, "Look, if if you're if you're playing that, I, I will have to play my um my militia card. A everyone here is a suspect until we find out what has happened. You you certainly look like you've been helpful here, but." I, I need to know what has happened, and and for that I need to speak to people. So, I, I would much prefer if you stayed here for the night, so I can sort things out. I am. Um, I move up to her and I hand her five gold pieces, and I say, um, "Much respect um, to the new senior Wendigo in town. Um, this is to." you know, help contribute towards the funeral and the, the memorial of, of your father. I'm terribly sorry for your loss. While he's doing that, when, um, uh, I, I having heard Riki talk before, I'm uh, trying to scoop the ashes up into my hands and, and carry them as best as I can in my oh, robes no. over to uh, uh, Madame Windigo. <laughs> is that is that what you're doing? So she yep. she um, looks looks to Riki and goes, yeah, yeah, well, um, I, I don't need the money at the moment. I I, I can handle the, the funeral arrangements. But what are you doing there, Wabani? Stop that! Stop that! Oh, no, no, uh, no, no! Please, I I insist. You've you've been through a lot of trouble with the damage caused today. She she just brushes past you, Riki, and walks up to Wabani. Put that down. Uh, I I I mean, I was told that uh, you bury your dead. I was trying to help out here. And uh, pick him up, and so we can put him into something. So, ma'am, ma'am, he's this uh, Wabani is a is a religious leader of his own people. He he only tends he only intends to offer respect in his own spiritual way. I apologize if his ways seem unusual. 
make, make another persuasion check here. Let's go, Ricky. Oh, that could have been better or worse. Um, that's a, a 13 minus 1 is a 12. She looks looks to you and, and sort of nods his head. I, I understand. Nevertheless, um, Wabani, please leave, leave that to my my group and um, my militia. We, we will deal with the uh, bodies. Thank you. It, it, I much prefer that. I, I stare deeply into her eyes, looking at her, trying to determine if she's being serious. Roll an insight check. Uh, that's a 10. You, you're having a, a hard time trying to read how she's behaving. She seems forthright, but it, at, in, in the moment, it, it's um, difficult to see. It, she, her eyes are certainly watery and red from the, the crying before, and um, she's a little bit unsteady with uh, the current situation of what's happening. This is, seems to be out of her, out of her uh, ability to deal with easily. Uh, so so sorry, madame. So sorry, and I just dropped the, the ashes there uh, about uh, about me on, onto my shoes and whatnot. Really, no disrespect. I, 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 I was trying to. That's help, enough. But that's enough. Please, for the for the sake of it, just step away. She was she was cringing when you dropped the uh, ash. I step away. Right. You, you will. Fi- I will send one of my militia with you, and he will make sure that there is a space available in the drunken sheep. Um, the we, we will in- indicate to Harold that at this point in time you're innocent until proven guilty. However, um, we we can't trust um, your, your strangers here. We we have to um, examine every option. We, you you will not have to pay for the night, but you have to remain in the drunken sheep for uh, until I call you the next morning. Well, that would have been an interesting option for us to take when these things attacked your entire town. To stand back and decide that we must have investigated every option first before we decide to help. Indeed. We 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 stepped right in. We helped you out. All we tried to be was helpful. And uh, little uh, little Bindi's on my shoulder, nodding emphatically and gesturing, <laughs> gesturing with her teeny little hands. And I'm I mean, sure- look, we even just survived a, a perilous ride on a pig. And if you're telling the truth, it will come out. I have yet to speak to the others. I came to the uh, disturbance first. You have nothing to fear if you're telling the truth. Well, uh, how's that for uh, country hospitality? Uh, Barney, you're you're severely wounded, as am I. Perhaps we can get some medical care at this inn. Oh, God, yeah, that's a good idea. And and maybe at that drunken sheep over there, let's maybe a bit of a drink, but but damn. Oh, the burns I suffered from uh, these horrible magical... uh, Constructs that uh, we battled on behalf of the town. Oh. You, you know, alcohol is great for cleaning them out, you know. Well, you know what? The money that I offered to help uh, that they've rejected, I would suggest that we use it to buy a round for the entire bar. Well, Alarak kind of looks at you, looks at everybody and he's just like, said, said something like, you, you know, that's we should uh, 
Next time, we will not uh, uh, assist. We will stand to the side and until unless someone offers to pay, we won't aid. Oh well, that's a, that's a bit rough, really. I mean, I can understand that we, we're feeling a bit affronted right now and a little bit judged when all we did was try and help. Exactly. Um, but maybe that's the thing that we should be thinking about rather than being a bit obstructive next time, hey? Maybe we should just address these feelings of hurt by coming together and, and sharing around. And then <laughs> we, we will ha sing our own song about the elder... The Elder Wendigo and how much a band of heroes came and tried to save the day, but they couldn't. And his heroism resulted in his death. And then we had to help afterwards. And he can be the hero of the song, but we can help as part of the song. As, as you guys as you guys are mentioning this, uh, Wendy turns to one of her militia, a, a portly-looking gentleman of, of about 30 who's really not fitting into his armour. And it's holding a um, a rusted longsword in the completely wrong grip. She goes, Dan, can you see these uh, this lady and uh, gentleman to the drunken in uh, drunken ship, please? Uh, drunken drunken sheep, please. Um, and he, he sort of goes, um, oh okay, uh, please th this way, follow me. Jace turns to Wendy and says, I suggest you start your inquiries with uh, Carl, the caravan master. We arrived as guards for his caravan and uh, saved his life um, on, a, on the road and uh, again today. He will uh, give us a reference. Okay, uh, I, w I will certainly speak to Carl. I I've had a few dealings with him, so um, I will be able to trust what he says. What was her full name? Was was it Gloria Wendigo? Wendy that, Wendigo. Wendy Wendigo. Wendigo. All right. W W. Show, shows how terrible um, and not enough prep time I had that I came up with that name. Does she have? Does she have a brother or a son called Wayne? <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> Willie. Then and then there's Willie and um, Wanda. Wilfred. Warren. <laughs> Warren I call him Wendigo. Will for short. And, and a horribly ochre one called Wazza. Wazza! <laughs> I'm going to be just walking right after Dan. As soon as he's as soon as he's off, trailing after him. He he doesn't so much walk as kind of waddle. He's he's certainly on the portly side and goes Th this way. Um, uh, it, yes, this this is the uh, main road. Um, that leads to the. Drunkage. Oh, you don't need to know about this, do you? Um, I'll just be quiet. Congratulations Dan, on your clearly he... prosperous town, Dan. Maybe he should be sharing a little bit of his food with Frederick, who looks like he's got none. Oh, no judgments for this man's prosperity. It might be a, a, a slow metabolism or something. That happens. So Gordon's following uh, just to the, a step behind Riki at the moment. He whispers into Riki's ear and goes... Uh, um, you, you guys did save the village, didn't you? Yes, yes, we did. But um, sometimes, you know, flying magic balls make people a bit silly. So I, I might suggest that we just kind of hunker down, lick our wounds, have a few drinks and sing some merry songs. Uh, okay, I, I think I can do that. I think you can too. I think 
you know, we've got our physical wounds, but looking at you and the way you're shaking, I think you need to recoup something too. He uh, sort of Gord looks a bit surprised and looks down at his arms, and that they are visibly shaking at the moment. Yeah, yeah, that, that's good. Yep. After after about ten minutes, um, Dan brings you towards a uh, inn that's really. It's a, it's a larger building. It's a stone building uh, amongst most of the uh, wooden thatch that, of this small village. And it's it's two stories. It uh, has a slate roof and there's a, a lot of uh, decorations that set up along this building due to the uh, fiesta that was uh, going on. And uh, Dan sort of goes, um, yes, that's the uh, drunken sheep there. I- I'm going to go inside now and talk to Harold. Um uh, please follow me. He sort of waddles along up to the door and uh, opens it carefully and then walks inside. Oh, let's follow him. He looks like he knows how to have a good time. You all, mm, not sure about that, but yeah, I guess we could follow him. So the, the rest of you follow him? You don't, you're not making any sort of escape attempt at this point in time? No, no. No. All right, just just checking. That's all. Jace isn't angry; just disappointed. <laughs> that that's worse. Uh, has like after the the globes, everybody's like the place like we were in like the village green type thing, and everything is like completely cleared out. Yeah, that no no one is out and about at the moment. Everybody's hiding in their houses. So, um, are there any like kiosks or tents or something? Or not tents, but like tables out with like maybe. Uh, like they, maybe they were selling some alcohol or something that I might kind of grab as we walk by. We just arrived at an inn. At an inn. <laughs> but he doesn't have to pay if they're out in the open. Make an investigation <laughs> check. Alright. Here we go, investigation. Oh, shiza. That is a seven. It's quite dark um, as you head towards that, or as you follow Dan. And um, there are some stalls open, well, not open, but uh, left discarded as people have raced to hide in their, their homes. But nothing uh, immediately stands out as something selling alcohol. Right. I mean, you could spend a bit more time, but that would mean no, no. walking away from Dan. It was just a cursory glance, uh, almost in hindsight as we're walking by. Like, I almost want to pause and return uh, but Jace is right. Uh, I assume he's right behind me, so I, I keep going forward. Yeah. Okay. So as you walk into this establishment, um, it looks quite uh, homely and lovely. Uh, it's made of a, a rich honey-style wood interior with uh, some uh, darker wood highlights. There is not many people out out and about. I think most people have uh, retired to the upstairs apartment due to the uh, ruckus that, that happened before. Um, Harold is looking there, uh, or a man behind the, the counter that you assume is Harold, uh, a man of probably about 25, uh, young, and um, looking a little different, uh, slightly darker skin. Um, he's, he's standing there cleaning some plates and such. And uh, when he sees Dan walking, he goes, well, hello, Dan, how are you going? And uh, Dan goes, um... Wendy sent me. Uh, it, it seems it's the, these strangers here need need a a, a room for the night. Um, well, 
I, I haven't got any rooms. You know, it's the um, the Fiesta del Equinoccio. I I know. Um, but she said that they could stay the night for free. <laughs> and he Harold looks looks at Dan and starts to scowl a little bit. Oh, that's that's Wendy. I I will um, have to speak to her in the morning. Anyway, um, I think I might have one room uh, available. The uh, uh, people seem to leave in a hurry uh, just tonight. Um, uh, how how are you? Um, uh, what what are your names? My my name is Harold. How how are you going? Uh, just uh, before before I uh, I answer, is there like a more people in in the inn like? Is are there um? I'm listening. Uh, just because I I just want to make sure that um, if there is like any uh, serving ladies there, I just got to make sure I warn Jace that uh, he shouldn't be seeking uh, uh, lady seeking to heal his heart. Well, I there there is only Harold there at the moment. No, oh, there are no. Uh, patrons they've retired for the night due to the unusual circumstances i i walk up to uh, uh up to the, the the bar uh i assume harold is behind the bar ha- harold is behind the bar yeah uh hey, hello there harold uh, i'm Obani. uh w- what's on tap well um we have, uh, let's see, we, we have the uh, normal uh, homebrew that is uh, about two silver worth. And um, we have some uh, nice elven um, uh, brandy um, that's come from the south of uh, Pontevino. Um, and we have uh, some uh, lovely uh, eastern um, wines that uh, have come across from the... Uh, Verdant Commonwealth. Um, the the uh, wine is probably about um, three silver, and the brandy is um, probably about five silver. Well, um, I will. This order... here's my friend Riki. She That's needs right. to tell you something. That's right. I will say whichever one packs the most punch, we will order that for all of us. <gasps> for us, yes, of course, yes, for us. You're not plenty. And I whisper to her, "Weren't you going to buy for everybody in the yes. village?" Well, everybody in the bar. Oh, good. Whew. Dan Dan looks hopeful at this. And goes, ooh, um, I could go with a drink. Well, as um, you as you shall, my good man, Dan. Uh, that would be um the uh, brandy then um the the red vine red vine brandy. I will um, just uh, pour out that. That'll be, um, and he starts counting the, the people there. Um, that that'll be uh, two two gold and five silver, please. Uh, just any of these help a person remember things, uh, Harold. <laughs> Usually, my patrons um, drink this to forget. Mm, yeah, I I see that point. Usually, why I drink too. Just, just at this point, um, Harold looks over and goes, "Hey, we don't have pigs in this establishment. Get out! Get out!" And, oh, uh, excuse me. He is a patron. <laughs> we are ordering for him as well. He's very tidy. He will not soil your inn. And if he does, we will take care of it. 
But he is consuming as well. He's a patron. Make a persuasion check. <laughs> With disadvantage. I was going to order... I, I, I look at him and I say, I was going to order two of, of that luscious drink for everyone, but should my dear friend have to go outside, I, I don't know if I can stay to enjoy a second drink. Okay, if, if, you, if you say that, make it with, uh, with advantage instead. So that's persuasion, right? Yes. While she's doing that, Wobani whispers to Jace, uh, not so persuasive, <laughs> oh Jace, when there's not a lady here, huh? <laughs> I just rolled. I just rolled two twos, oh making for a persuasion of one. I I don't care how many drinks you're ordering. We do not have pigs. I've had a pig in here before, and it made a horrible mess. Please, there are stables out the back. You can stay there the night. Jace shrugs at Wabani and says, "I, I put my efforts uh, where I see the best reward." Uh, Pigs don't keep you warm in quite the same way. Kind of scratch my head at his logic. That's a little disturbing. <laughs> but it implies that there's a comparison that's been had. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, that kind of is where I thought, too. I, I wasn't sure that's what he was saying, but oh, it kind of sure makes sense, doesn't it, he, Ricky? What the I'm, hell? Oh, look, I'm sure he's just snuggled up on a cold night when he didn't have much coinage and he's gone into a barn and look for some warmth in the midst of winter with some uh, farm animals. Well, Jace is a very liberal half-elf. <laughs> is, is this common uh, further south, uh, Jace, to sleep with animals? Oh, well, well, Barney, you're missing my point. Uh, how, I, how scared does the pig look at this point? <laughs> well, it doesn't understand what's happening. It's just uh, looking a little bit scared at, at Harold, who's trying to shoo him away. But other than that, All unless right. you speak to him in pig. All right. So Fra I, Francis is brilliant. So I go out the back and I, I lead the pig to the stables and I pay and make sure that he's undisturbed in his own little sleeping area. Um, he, he looks up and gives you uh, some very big piggy... Um, sad eyes but uh stays stays in the soul and um soon enough a stable boy comes out and bring brings the uh pigs and oats and other things and he starts just scoffing away at the food oh what a boy what a boy you hear, hear grateful oinks and such inside uh in, inside the stall right well um are you still having the red vine brandy yeah, yeah, of course. Yes. One one glass each. Could have been two, but just one. Well, we'll see how good it is and then think about it. Okay. So you hand over the two gold, five silver? I do. Excellent. I'll, I'll just uh, organize it for you. And um, he pulls out this uh, lovely looking bottle. It's um, got an intricate pattern within the glass itself. And there is a rich red looking liqueur inside and he uh, pulls out some nice fine pewter cups and starts pouring a, a nice measured amount within each and goes here you go um do take it easy there is um it, it's quite strong but uh, it once you get past the first hit it goes down nice and smooth 
And Dan Dan sort of picks up one of the pewter mugs and then just sculls it and then goes, Ooh, 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 that's that's nice. Well, um, thanks everyone. I'm I'm going home, yes. And with that he walks off unless someone stops him. Oh Dan, stay and have a drink with us. Really? How much is he bringing to the party right now? <laughs> oh, he seems he's, like a fun fellow. He does. He's but, got a lot of weight to throw around. Let's get him really drunk and see yeah. what happens. <laughs> ooh, ooh uh, okay. Um, he sort of thinks about. I've I've been caught in the past with Wendy, but no. Okay, yes. This this is too much to miss. Even and he, he walks over to a table and sits down and looks very happy. Ooh, caught in the past with Wendy. There's a story here. Okay, Chase buys the next round and he uh, gets uh, uh, gets down a double. <laughs> so that, that'll be three gold. Okay. And um, he he um, takes this one a little bit slower, but only a little bit slower. And he goes, ooh, that, oh, that's, that's nice. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, how long are you guys staying here for? Um, yeah. Well, it's uh, really up to your boss, Dan, but uh, maybe you can help us with that. Oh, I mean, I, I could help, yeah. But what, what do you want me to do? Well, I, I want you to tell us what she's like. I mean, you said you got into trouble with her at one point. We know. Come on, tell us the gossip. And little, uh, little Bindi's nodding her head quite enthusiastically. <laughs> um... Make make a persuasion check. Oh, this is going to go really well. <laughs> uh, he's drunk. Do I get advantage? He's not. He's not drunk yet. He's only had two uh, shots. He might be a little bit in it, you know. Anyway, okay. So this is well. well let's see what the dice do to me. Come he, on, he, dice. He looks like a person who enjoys his drink. All right. So his prime deliver is untouched. Um, that was an eleven minus one for a ten. So he he looks to you, Frank, uh, Ricky, and goes, "Well, um, I I really shouldn't say. Um, maybe later. Oh, well, it's interesting. I I don't see many gnomes um come by here. Um, what 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 brings you to to Elvis anyway? As as he um finishes his his uh, cup, oh, Jace wow. gives Wabani a meaningful look." Oh well, it's uh, you know a lot less interesting than you might think. Uh, my village was a bit dull. I had some magical ability, and I wanted to go out and see the world and learn everything that I could. I like helping people. I like helping small animals. Um, I saved little Bindi here. Her her family had been killed by a cat. It was quite distressing. So I've saved little Bindi. I, I've raised her from. A teeny, whatever you call it, teeny, teeny baby squirrel. I wish I knew the term for that now, but I don't. Um, squirrel it. <laughs> it's probably something like a pup. Probably. Um, but I, I raised her from a teeny, teeny, extra cute little baby, and, and she's been with me the whole way. And, and now I'm traveling the world and learning what I can, and one day I'll go back to my village and help contribute to making it a better place. But, you know, for now, I'm learning. It's very gnomish, really. I, I respond as Ricky's talking. as like, yeah, you need to look at her uh, her book there, Dan. And I look back at uh, Jace and his meaningful look and I kind of give him like a little bit of a nod and a, 
I touch my left eyebrow with my next finger and I kind of say, Jay's business cards. Where's our business cards? Oh, yes. I, I've got I've got a new word for you. I've got a new word here for you. Piss kidney. <laughs> How's that one? So, uh, out, um, at that meaningful uh, set of looks between Wabani and Jace, Alarak sort of rolls his eyes and goes, right, well, next one's mine. Um, back in a sec. And uh, he uh, toddles off to uh, get another set around for everyone. So um, he's gonna. I'm gonna deduct three gold from his inventory. Yep. Excellent. Is... More, du- more doubles for Dan. <laughs> exactly. He won't mind. He's not here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as he's off buying some more drinks from Harold, uh, I, I also look at Jace. Didn't he used to have a sword on his backpack? Whatever the hell happened to that sword? The the one from the, you know that furry crazy beast that we killed yeah i think there's a story there but he he, he doesn't want to tell me uh there's some weird noises coming out from his room and then all of a sudden his sword's gone and he's got that uh that pole arm but uh he sold it that uh, son of a bitch i don't think he did we went out looking for uh someone to uh uh convert it for him and uh Came back without any luck, and then the next morning, uh, he uh, he had that uh, polearm. Make make a uh, general perception check, Wabani. Oh, okay. That's a twenty-two. As as you're having this discussion, your eyes wander to the back of Alarak, um, seeing the the glaive sitting there, and you recall how the great sword looked there was uh, intricate runes along its side and um it was sort of a, a a dark gray color with um the the pommel having a uh, red jewel on on the uh, on the end and this has very similar sort of markings on the blade the the colorings and the wooden handle is a shade of uh, dark red wood so there are certainly similarities there <gasps> well Donaru's wonders never cease, can it be? Anyway, as as this happens, uh, Alaric comes back and um, slams the uh, pewter mug in front of Dan and goes, Lap your, uh, wrap your laughing gear around that. And uh, Dan Dan obliges and um, takes takes a swig a little bit slowly, but um, he's starting to get a little bit tipsy. Well, but I, I, I absolutely try to match him. Well, since you're not getting a double shot, you're, you're easily able to match him at the moment. <laughs> but can I get you to roll a... Con- uh, actually, everybody who's still drinking, because this is your third shot, start rolling constitution checks to see how you go. 19. I'm starting to learn how to handle my liquor. 13. Ricky, not so much. <laughs> and yeah, and much Alarak? Oh, right. Or Alarak. Of course, Alarak. Yeah, he gets a... Oh shit, Alaric rolls a seven. Alright, so Jace and Wabani easily um, take this uh, next round without any issues, but uh, Riki and Alarak are starting to feel it. it's it's oh, uh, no. affecting your senses. Look, I'd like to point out that I clicked the wrong button the first time. So that six was a constitution save, whereas my second roll was a constitution <laughs> check. And I oh. rolled a nine, and I got a 19. 
Make it make a persuasion check against the DM. <laughs> there you go. I'll I'll allow it. You've got a nineteen. <laughs> what? Wait a minute. Excuse me, Mr. GM. Favoritism? What the? <laughs> well, I rolled an ele- I got an eleven there. <laughs> so I don't know. Jace feels like it's time for some singing. Come see, come sir. I agree with Jace. I think we need to try and make people dance. So, meanwhile, uh, Dan is sort of uh, leaning a little bit to one side, and uh, he's got a big, big fa- uh, smile on his face. He looks quite a bit more um, uh, persuadable. You, you suspect? I reckon dance would Dan would be a top dancer. I mean, Dan is in dance. Come on, Dan, show us your dance. Jace, oh. Jace. Kindly oblige us with a song. I'll do a traditional gnomish party dance. <laughs> Jace uh, uh, does uh, starts playing a brisk jig, which is uh, his best guess of what a gnomish party dance might be. That's nothing like it, but we'll give it a crack. <laughs> so Dan, Dan stands up and... Oh, could you make that a little bit softer, please, Wubani? Yep. Thank you. Sorry. Dan, Dan stands up and um, he takes your hand where he goes... Um, I, I, I've always been told I have two left feet, but I'll, I'll give it a go. And um, he starts uh, dancing with you with a, a local a local dance that um, you recognise, Riki. But uh, at some points, uh, due, due to your height, he sort of picks you up and swings you around in the air and then uh, drops you down. He's, he's relatively clumsy at this point in time. Please don't kill me! <laughs> <laughs> and Bindi, Bindi sort of is on your shoulder, is, a, is squealing in half uh, excitement, half fear at, at this uh, constant movement. Ah, uh, it enriches your life, Bindi. Hang on for the ride and enjoy. <laughs> at, at, this yeah, point, well, at this point, I'll Dan join them on the dance floor because I'm just, you know, having only experienced dancing with a young lady earlier on, <laughs> I'm, I'm totally into it. So Dan is having a good old time and he goes, oh, this is so fun. Oh, Wabani, come join us! And he, he grabs your arm and you start making a, a sort of a circle spinning around now. Oh, polka dot time. And uh, so you start spinning around a bit quicker and then uh, back and forth. It's it's a, a a good fun time. Can I get everyone to make a performance check to see exactly how well you did? Oh, if only the pig was still here, I think. That is an eight for Wabani. <laughs> and for Alarak. Oh, is Alarak dancing? Oh, yeah, maybe you're probably right. He probably he's, he's, be. You look over and Alarak is uh, face down on the table snoring at the moment. Yeah, yeah, that totally makes sense. He's out of it. Meanwhile, um, Jace is uh, playing a, a wonderful rendition of this uh, local country tune. Riki is uh, doing her best, and she is uh, seems to be quite dexterous. And Dan is keeping up uh, step for step with her. And uh, due to, even though he has a, a large, portly form, he's relatively nimble on his feet for someone so, so large. W- Wabani, on the other hand, is y- your knowledge of the song is, is uh, troubling you, and um, you, you just can't keep the beat as well as everybody else. Two left feet. And uh, at, as the song ends, he goes, Yeah! That, that was awesome! Wendy never lets me do that! And I, I look at Dan. Dan, Dan, look. Come over here. T- t- now take a look at this here. 
and I, I, I pick up my robe to show him the lower back of my part of my back. What What is this on the back of my lower back here? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, is, is that an ogre? <laughs> an ogre? Damn. Um, it, uh, no. Um, is, uh, is this like one of those magic eye things where you have to stare at it long and it comes out 3D? Oh, God. But it's a tattoo, though, right? It, it really is a tattoo. Jeez, you, damn, you're drunk. Oh, tat- yeah, damn, it's a tat- tattoo. Um, no, it's an elf. Yeah, yeah, it's an elf. Yeah, I, I, I don't know why he's grimacing, though. Oh, Lord, what happened to me? Why do I have these blank parts in my memory? Right. I think I need um, another drink. He he goes, "Oh, yeah, a, a drink would be good." Um Wendy like Wendy never lets me drink. I, she caught me last time and um yeah, I haven't, I haven't heard the end of it. You uh you married to Wendy, are you, uh, Dan? Oh, oh, no, no, no. No, I I just I look at me. Do I look like a competent militia? Well, are oh, you could think... be. You definitely could be. We're not just going to presume anything that you can or can't do based on what you think about what you may or may not look like. You could be marvelous. Big fella like you, you could uh, you know, bring that to bear, and uh, I reckon that uh, you could uh, be quite fearsome in a in a wrestling match. Oh, you're so kind. You, you're my friends. And he sort of stumbles towards you, Jace. Arms outstretched. Give us a hug. Oh, yeah. Jace gives him, just gives him a quick uh, awkward bro hug and, uh, and, and says, uh, So, Dan, what do you reckon the best way is to uh, get Wendy off our backs? You know, you, you know us now. You can tell that uh, we had nothing but the best intentions when we leapt into the freighter save your uh, villagers, your, your friends from the village. How can we get her to see that? Sing, oh. sing him the Wendigo song, Jay. Sing him the Wendigo song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm feeling dizzy. I'm, I'm going to sit down. But uh, to, to tell um, to, to tell about with, with Wendy, right? It's Wendy. Wendy. Yeah, she's, she's fair. Uh, um, and if you tell the truth, it, it'll be okay. Yes, okay. Do you like her? <laughs> Dan and Wendy. <laughs> start, his cheeks start to go red. Because, like, Jace is quite the ladies' man. I'm sure he might be able to offer you a little bit of advice. No, 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 no. It, it's, it's not, no, no, it's not like that. Listen, Dan, I, I I think the way that you moved there on the dance floor was quite impressive, and ladies love a man who dances. And it's a small town. I mean, there's limited competition, and, and like, you know, honestly, don't, don't sell yourself short. You've clearly got some shared interests. Well, look, do you think I have a shot? Oh, do you? I, I, I can see you doing really well. And Jay starts uh, adjusting... Uh, 
uh, Dan's wardrobe, you know, uh, he, he pops his color, collar and he uh, gives his hair a bit of a tussle and just generally starts uh, uh, giving him as much of a makeover as he uh, conveniently can in, uh, with, with what he's got to work with. Pull, pulls out a bit of gel, hair gel. What, 1980s preppy Dan? That's it. <laughs> Dan sort of uh, leans in and goes, You're my friend, Jays, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm just picturing him looking like that guy from the Breakfast Club, the rebel. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what you gather, he's, he's indicating that Wendy is probably someone who's fair, but a little bit strict. I'm going to wander over to uh, the drunk and passed out Alarak and uh, kind of rifle through his backpack and, and pull out his uh, special hairbrush. And say, yeah, here, here um, uh, Dan, uh, l- let me just see if I can fix that hair a bit. Make a sleight of hand check, please. <laughs> right, oh, here we go. That is a 17. <laughs> he rolled a 23 perception. <laughs> with, so, with, with, with disadvantage due to being intoxicated? Yes. Where's the intoxicated old Nalara? Come on. All right, all right. <laughs> drop the oh, effect. Oh, natural 20 is the second one. Oh. You're, you're terrible. <laughs> so Alarak's good. Uh, hey, hey, what are you doing, Wabadi? Out of my pack. Oh, I- Alarak, trust me, we've known each other for three years. I wouldn't do you wrong. Okay, so I use prestigitation to help tidy him up a little bit, and um, little Bindi pops onto his shoulder and adds a bit of zhuzh to his hairstyle. (laughs) Is that for Dan? Straightens his moustache a little bit. Well, it's certainly not for Alarak. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Alarak has got that fine beard. Alarak looks at you and goes, what do you want? Oh, yeah, never mind. It looks like Ricky's taking care of business, and uh, looks like Bindi's got it well in paw. Oh, okay. Well, look, I am going upstairs. I need yeah, to sleep yeah, this you, off. You better. And he sort of stands up, staggers, runs into you, Abani, and, and straightens up a little bit, and then starts walking like he's a, a man on a uh, swaying ship, and back and forth, and then reaches the stairs, starts going down the stairs into the basement and goes, wait, no, that way. And then turns around and heads back up. Hey guys, I wonder if there are any tattooists in town. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I look over at Ricky. Why why do you say that? Oh, I'm just curious. (laughs) You're looking for a tattoo? Well, you have just been showing off your tattoo, Barney. Yeah, I mean, Bindi's jealous. I just, I can't remember when it got that. Damn, it! it's not quite like, you know, I, I, I have little bits of recall of this and that, but it, it's not like on the bridge where it's just blank. Damn, strange things are happening since I met you, Jace. Not so much since I met you, Riki. It's just been ever since I met that guy. Well, Barney, I think strange things might have been happening since you met my hip flask. Oh, well, you know, there was that day out there, that poor bandit. Oh, that was a terrible thing. Has this just turned 180 into an intervention? <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> it, it, intervention. It, 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 
Number four, where's that other drink I ordered? Harold, can I, can I get uh, th those? Yeah, you, another. No, not the brandies. Let, let me try that other one that you're you telling me about. The one on tap. Oh, uh, the the homebrew. Yeah, the homebrew. But you're not going to uh, switch to the cheap stuff. Just when it comes to your round, are you, mate? It's not that it's the cheap stuff. He said this was just the brandy was the strong stuff. I, I no. want to try a different flavor. We'll try out all that he has. And in the meantime, that's a very interesting accent, barkeep. Is <laughs> it? I, I hadn't noticed. Can you tell us a story from your homeland? <laughs> <laughs> you must be rich with fables. Well, if you, if you must know... Uh, yeah, in fact. I collect stories. I suspect that you've got one about a dark and foreboding castle guarded, a, a guarded by undead. I pull out my notebook and open some pages and get a bit of a pen and quill out, ready to take some notes. He he looks to he looks to Urban and goes, "So, are you ordering the uh, the ale, or are you uh, wanting to listen to a story?" I throw ten silvers down. Uh, is that what it cost? Yes, um, I I will um, deal with that uh, momentarily, and uh, he um, walks off and uh, starts getting some pint, uh, some uh, pint glasses, and uh, pouring out the the ale. Jess gives Wabani uh, a disapproving look. What's why are you giving me this look? What's the problem, Wabani? We've all been uh, we've all been ordering the expensive stuff, and now it's your round, and you're uh, cheaping out on us. What's go? What's the go look, here? Look at my purse. I, I really messed up. I left my stuff back in the safe back uh, back in uh, Modano, and you he I open up my purse, and you see a bunch some silver, some copper. There's a couple pieces of platinum in there, and that's about it. Oh, oh, chap. All right. Oh wait, we we got. Didn't we get paid? You did get I, paid. Yes. I I don't think you've been getting paid. We got uh, fifteen gold pieces each, right, for the four days. <laughs> yes, fifteen gold pieces each for the four days because it was fifteen per, per uh, gold per day. Yeah. And there's okay. four of you. Okay, so I do got some gold. I I could go for the more expensive stuff. But I don't. I still put down the ten dollars, <laughs> and I, I give a glare at at Jace. Remember, in intern is that what you're looking for? Is to be an intern? Now, where's my business cards? We're supposed to give business cards here. They need to know Dodgy Brothers were here. Oh, you're a nasty drunk sometimes. Feels <laughs> <laughs> you supposed to be finding a caravan. I mean, isn't we're doing this for you, Jace? Here's your ale. And about that story, maybe I'll have one in the morning. It's starting to get a bit late. Is there a... a I, I, I drink my um, homebrew and I pass out the glasses to the other guys. Ooh, it's, it's kind of tasty, actually. You know what? Give me, get, give me another round. and I'll, I'll buy another round. Okay. He, he nods at that and goes, Sure, it's uh, your silver. Yeah, yeah, there you go. 20 silver total. There you go. He collects it and um, starts uh, filling up some more pint glasses. 
Um, by the way, in the meantime, how many other people are in the bar? It's just you at the moment and Harold and Dan, who's, uh, if you look over, he's starting to uh, rest his wary head on the table. Okay, because I think Ricky's had just about enough. So she says, not all, and gives Dan a high five on the way through. Hey, high five, night Dan, my man. Makes her way up to her room and goes to tuck herself in. But before she does, she, um, are we sharing rooms or are we having rooms each? What's happening? There's one room. one room. One room available. All right. So she probably has to wait till everybody else comes along and then she's going to cast um, a little spell with a bit of a silver wire that goes around the room. So as you head up the, the stairs, you, you um, see the room that has been assigned to you. you. You actually have the key. Alarak didn't have the key. You see Alarak leaning against the door asleep. He couldn't, he couldn't get inside, so he's just fallen asleep on the door. I just poke him Standing. in sharply. <laughs> um, I just, well, if he's, so he's leaning against the door, right? He is, yes. Okay, so I just unlock the door and push it open. <laughs> he he dreams. Uh, um, stumbles and there's uh, only one bed in this room and he starts wandering towards that bed. Uh, do you do anything? Oh, <laughs> uh, no. I, I say, hey, look. Boom. <laughs> Alarak, the, over there in the corner. You should sleep there. He kind of bleary-eyed looks at you and heads over there. And then collapses to the ground. Uh, he, he gets most of the way there, but it collapses to the ground and falls asleep again. So he's taking up the, the back half of the room at, at this point in time. Are there, are there any extra blankets or anything? Can I cover him with something? Tuck him in a bit. There, there is a small cupboard, and uh, when you open it, you find some uh, blankets. It's it's still the end of summer, so it's not particularly cold. Okay. When you, when you say a small cupboard... Loin, loincloth got chinked a little bit when he dropped down. Oh, that's awkward. <laughs> Um, so I just, I don't correct that. I just cover him with a blanket. Um, so when you say a small cupboard, are any of the shelves small enough for me to sleep on? Um, yeah, I think so. You could probably get away with it. Okay. So I, um, line one of them with a blanket. So it's a little bit soft and I curl up on the shelf in the cupboard. Bendy um, sort of hops off um, and then gets onto your high side shoulder and sort of spins around and around and around and around and then it just plops down and falls asleep. Uh, but I, I should be able to cast that. Um, I should be able to cast Alarm. Can I set it so that it won't go off if uh, those... I can't really set it so the people who are expected to come up won't set it off, right? Can I? I'd have to wait. Till they came up here. Well, let me have a look. Uh, choose a door, window, an area until the spell ends. An alarm alerts you when it, whenever a tiny or larger creature touches or enters the area. Um, when you cast a spell, you can designate creatures that won't set it off. Um, so you also choose whether the alarm is mental or audible. So no, you can choose whoever you want. So who All are you right. choosing? So I just choose that our normal party won't set off the alarm. Okay, so that's Alarak, Jace, and Wabani? Uh, yes. All right. So um, as you're doing this uh, downstairs, um, what are you, uh, Wabani and uh, Jace, doing? There's still Gordon, um, who's sort of uh, hunched over in the corner, looking a little bit sad for himself. I think Jace is just about done for the night. 
he uh, finishes off the uh, the beer that Wabani just bought him and uh, uh, says uh, says good night and uh, heads upstairs. I'll I'll go over to Gordon and I'll be like Gordon, you've got an important job. Uh, this is for uh, Riki. You know she you need to respect her because she will cast her pew pew on you if you don't. Um, Francis, make you will have to stay with Francis tonight and make sure that uh, Francis is okay. Who's Francis? Francis is the pig. That's Frederick. But you said Frederick was the old fella. Yes, but Alarek has named him Frederick. Oh, Don't you remember okay. that? Uh, I thought it, we should said, change it to Francis. Well, I changed it to Francis, but Alarek stuck with Frederick stuck von Frederick. Swine. Frederick von Swine, von Swine. All right, so yeah, you need to stay with Frederick and make sure that uh, uh, von Swine is well taken care of uh, so that Riki and, and Alarek are happy. Wait, what? No, I was going to yes. stay up there with you. Uh, Gordon, don't push your luck. Uh, make an intimidation check. I crack my knuckles. You seen what happened outside? Don't push it. Don't push it. 18. <laughs> you stand over him and he sort of just starts to shrink. Even though he, he is a, a tiefling and um, some people might be scared of that sort of visage. He's, he's quite tr- well scared of you. He goes, oh, oh, oh okay, okay. I'll, I'll go check on Frederick and stay there the night. Yep, yep. I'm on my way. Good. And then I head back over to, to Harold. Uh, so, Harold, um, um, what's the chance, you know, we would like to head south. How might a person continue heading south? We're looking to go... I forget the name of the place we're trying to go. Um, do you remember Jace? I can look it up. Oh, Jace is gone. Um, but uh, I can look it up. Just tell this is this is out of character. Forgetting, well, Bonnie wouldn't have forgotten. <laughs> of course not. Um, it's in my notes somewhere. I'm sure it is. Uh, you would be heading to Mariski. Mariski. I think it is. Is it Mariski or it? Uh, yeah, I think it's Mariski. So you're asking asking Harold, um, yep. how would you get to risk? Um, Harold gives you a, a, a look and goes, I uh, don't know, um, Mariski. Um, I'm not. Wait, wait, where is Mariski? Well, it's further south. It's probably about it's still another month, uh, month on a road uh, south of here, in oh, you know that that province to the south. What? Uh, Pontevino, the, the yeah, duchy yeah, of that, Pontevino. Yes, that's one. Well, I, I don't know much about uh, Pontevino, but um, I, I think that there's not many uh, caravans heading south. Um, I think uh, Carl comes down, and uh, that's about it. He'll be heading north soon. Oh. So what... Uh, it's not normal to have caravans heading south? Uh, no, no, it, um, south of here is, uh, uh, wooded area and, um, and, uh, it's quite, uh, uh, lacking in, uh, in civilization. So most people, when there's, uh, a lot of people traveling, do they 
go by stagecoach or just on horseback? Oh, whatever they can uh, use. Uh, walking horses. Uh, there is a uh, uh, a local stable that you could buy some horses. Damn, this is not not fortunate. And with that, I, I head upstairs to to uh, join my companions. And if 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 uh, Jace is in the bed, I will um, I'll look at him in the bed with his golden locks, and I'll push him onto the floor. <laughs> so, Jace, you would have taken the bed, I assume, considering Alaric's oh, in the corner. Absolutely. <laughs> Are you still going through your bedtime ritual before you go to sleep, though? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just <laughs> there, um, you know, brushing his hair and, uh, you know, <laughs> sitting on the bed, of course. Just, uh, 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 you know, going through his stuff and just generally getting ready for the evening. It's like an hour later when I join you. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jesus, Jace. Well, buddy. Or, uh, no, sorry, not... Uh, Donaru, Jace. Buddy, people are sleeping. Keep it down. Oh. Hell's bells. And I, just, I, I go and take a, a dive on the bed. He currently has a green uh, face mask on him. Um, some sort of oh. green mask. <laughs> <laughs> ah! <laughs> Where's Jace? <laughs> well, Bunny, keep it down. Oh my god, is that you, Jace? I thought it was one of the things from under the bridge. <laughs> ah, very funny. Now, uh, you are up last. That means you get last pick. Um, how about you cuddle up to the Yeah, n Not a chance in hell am I going to do such a thing. I get the pill side, and you can get you can, your head can go where my feet are. Jace just gives a little bit of a sniff in the direction of Alaric. Uh, his feet says, I don't think so. Well, use your fancy dancy magic and make it smell pretty. Oh, very well. Jace waves his hands and uh, uh, Barney's suddenly uh, clean from head to toe and then Jace does it again and Wabani suddenly smells nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, my nose hurts. What What is this stench? It's called being clean, Wabani. <laughs> it's called lavender. Huh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. no, anything but. Anyway, I, I'll lay down and pass out. All right, so you guys um, rest for the evening, um, bruised, tired, but um, ha having had a relatively successful day. I'll just go give everyone a uh, long rest. Okay. Um, so the next morning, um, the sun rises, and uh, depending on how heavy a sleeper everyone is, uh, you get up when you need to. Um, I think this might be a good time for us to have our uh, six or seven minute break. So just hold on a sec. You are listening to Ad Lib and D. Now let's get back to the adventure. Okay, welcome back everyone. After that short break, we are ready to keep going. It's the uh, new day, and um, as the party filters in, uh, whoever's come out the first will notice that Wendy is sitting at a table uh, bright and early and is, is waiting for you guys to uh, venture down into the tavern proper. I imagine it's probably lunchtime by the time we get up. 
Well, it depends. It depends if anyone's an early riser. I'm assuming Alarak isn't. Oh, I think I think we're. Well, I know Wabani is 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 drunk out of it, drank quite a bit, so he'd be sleeping in. Yeah, but probably Alarak. He probably would have gotten up, go looking for some rats, probably. <laughs> for for breakfast. Yeah, yeah. He, what about yourself, down Jace? Bright and early. Yeah, Jace will get up whenever <clears throat> the first person starts to starts to stir in the room. I... What a constitution, Jace. <laughs> so, um, when when you're all filed down, you see Gordon's uh, down there. He's looking a little bit worse for wear. But a straw, a stray straw, is uh, hanging in his hair, and uh, looks like he hasn't had a decent amount of sleep that uh, night. But um, as, as soon as Wabani arrives, he goes, "I, uh, I made sure Frederick is fine. He's he's good. Yep." Would you uh, like a Would you like a bit of a nap in our room, Gordon? Oh. oh. Could I? I think that's I think that's only fair, really, if we're finished with it for now. Jace cleans him up first with prestigitation before he's allowed upstairs. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, th- thank you. Um, I, I oh, I'm, I'm I'm a bit tired. Um, I was speaking with Wendy. She's she's um happy for me to um not be involved. Uh, anyway, uh, I'll be going uh, upstairs. Bye! And with that, he sort of stands up and walks off. And uh, Wendy looks towards you and goes, Well, um, it was uh, quite a night. Um, I hope you've had a good night's sleep. Um, I, I must apologise uh, for my uh, brusque uh, behaviour yesterday. Um, there was a, a lot of things to process, but um, after speaking with uh most everyone here, uh, they, they back up your story. Um, do you have any idea where these things came from? They materialised out, out of thin air. They, uh, they didn't seem to approach from any direction in particular. They just... Were, no, no, no. Come now, not. Jace. We know exactly where they come from. Well, Barney, uh, they, they, they were there, they weren't there, and then they were there. Lord and Lee. Of course they come from Lord and Lee. Uh, oh. You have to forgive my friend. He, um... It's a little touched in the head. <laughs> I'll give you touched. And I fold my fingers down and I count one, two, three, four, five. Mm-hmm. I, I see. Well, um, I, 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 have, I haven't been um, forthcoming about all my direct relationship with my father, but um, suffice to say, um, it, it was a, a bit of a, a rocky one. He, um, he got mixed up when, uh, with some undesirables, I believe, and um, the, I have a feeling that what, what happened to him last night was uh, a, a man who um, got in bed with uh, the wrong group, as it were. Would you, would you agree? Uh, my, he seemed like a decent fella. I mean, although Riki kind of figures he would scream and run around and scream a lot. You, you mean all that death and destruction was to kill your father? What fiendish criminals would do such a thing? Well, um, I don't know. And um, I've been wanting 
to find out. I w- went through his belongings um, last night and I found this note hidden um, in one of his uh, old uh, wizard books. Um, and uh, she passes it over to you guys. It um, could have some uh, information that that might be helpful. Does anyone take it? Jess, take it and start reading it. Lovely information. That would be very helpful. Thank you. By the way, have you seen Dan this morning? Um, no. Uh, he didn't report in this morning. Uh, I hope he's okay. You haven't done anything to him, have you? Oh, no. Oh. We, we, we really like him. We think he's a stand-up guy. I see. Well, uh, I hope he's feeling um, better. Um, he's needed on uh, watch tonight, so um, he better shape up and um, be ready. He, he, he likes you, Wendy. Is that so? Hmm. I don't know why he shared those uh, feelings for you, uh, with you, but um, I can safely say our relationship is platonic. Oh. He seems like a, as Ricky said, a stand-up fella. Well, that, that's entirely your choice, Wendy, and we completely respect it. But, um, you know, you should be completely true to yourself. Um, perhaps he, he may have his feelings slightly hurt when you, when you let him down. So, you know, be firm and let him know where he stands, I guess. Still, there are dark days ahead, and... Best not to walk this walk that path alone. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I think we'll um, keep my uh, private life uh, where it should be, private. Thank you. Let's let's focus on the job at hand here. Oh well, you see, Wendy, we're we're here with no business um, to occupy us. We 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 seek for uh, fulfilment where we can. Well, I mean, uh, what are you asking, uh, Jace? We're just trying, with, 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 with nothing better to do, occupy our time, so I'm saying we, we thought we sought to play matchmaker. We, uh, it would be a, uh, we, we enjoy seeing love blossom. I see. Um, well, like I said, let's, let's keep this um, purely professional, please. I mean, if, are you interested in, in finding out what's happened here? Um, have you managed to read the note yet? or? Uh, <laughs> No, no, uh, sorry, I haven't seen the note. Did you uh, put it in Jace's inventory? Um, no, no. I, it, she's sort of holding it in her hand at the, at the moment, um, hoping someone will take it. Or Barney snatches it. Okay, so um, if you open the note and read it, um, you find that it's uh, got hasty scribbles on it um, discussing uh, secret meetings in, in a cave near, nearby. Um it, it's it's like a bit of a journal, uh, so to speak. Um, their plans of uh, practicing um, magics that um, are, are forbidden, uh, rate dealing with um, the life force of people and such like that. Um, as as it progresses through, it um, starts to. He seems to be a bit more frantic and, and scared of the uh, other people there. Um, he he doesn't know any of their names. They they um, go by code names. Um, and um, he uh, starting to feel like he was uh, getting in over his head, and um, by by the end of it, um, he was uh, basically wanting to have nothing of it and was uh, trying to run away from from this group. And uh, 
that that's the last journal entry, which was probably about a week ago. Uh, are you sure this is your father's journal, Wendy? And was it written in common? It was written in common, <laughs> yes. Not yeah, Elvin, you... something you can't read. <laughs> I didn't want to have to hand it over to Jason. <laughs> <laughs> she, yeah, she looks it's at... very clear. It's very clear. She uh, looks to you and goes, well, it, it is his handwriting. And you read it and it makes sense to you? Um, I don't know what makes sense with, um, with uh, William anymore. Um, he's, he was um, a, a person who, uh, let's say, was not really in my life for very long. Your father's name was, was William? Yes. Not in your life very much. And no. Where might this cave that he mentions, would you happen to know whereabouts? Well, um, I've, I've thought about that. Uh, that's part of the reason why I've had a sleepless night. If there's uh, people um, dealing with, um, with magic that uh, can steal the life out of people, um, I'd like to know where it is and uh, bring in uh, the garrison down from um, out from uh, Sanctimus or somewhere nearby. Uh, not, not Sanctimus, hold on a second. Uh, Pilwego. Um, I, I would probably get the garrison in from Pilwego to, to clear it out, but um, if I had a, a competent group, which it seems you were um, or are, uh, we might be able to clear it out quicker. Um, as to the cave, um, it's it's not completely clear, but um, there are uh, a few uh, mountains to the uh, east of uh, Elvis that uh, would uh, likely uh, contain uh, cave systems. And, and whereabouts did you find this this uh, journal? Um, I found it in his uh, house. Um, secreted away underneath a uh, loose floorboard. Ooh. That's very interesting. It, it is. I, it's, hand, it's... I hand the book over to Jace. Uh, or no, to Riki. Uh, does this look new to you or old? What do I think? Uh, it's certainly um, not new. It's uh, seen quite a bit of uh, use. The uh, journal entries... Um, or the, the paper that the journal entries are written on uh, have been slightly faded in colour, like yellowed paper. Um, but uh, and the inks, the old older entries have uh, got to, you know the fading ink. It's sort of uh, webbing out into the paper a little bit more and um, not as strong coloured. But uh, the the most recent entries are certainly darker, darker blue. Are there dates on the journal entries? Th there are. Um, they, they run back quite a few years, with the last one being about a week ago. And do they say anything of interest? Uh, just what I covered before. Basically, he was interested in um, dealing with uh, a, a group that were working on ma uh, arcane magics that dealt with the life force of, uh, of humanoids and such, and how to manipulate that. And um, it it's, goes on where he um, was feeling getting to do deep and wanted to pull out and uh, then he was basically running scared away from, from this group and um, feared for his life. Uh, Ricky, 
um, like looking at, I know it's all written in common and, and, you know, his writing gets more frantic there at the end, but when he talks about that group, does, does any of that sound like gnomish in origin? Does it? Well, <laughs> that's an interesting question. I don't think so. It's got Cordwin Brown written all over it. <laughs> I mean, did Cordwin Brown have any aliases? There, there is, there is one of the, one of the code names. There is a Mister Brown. Oh, Mister Brown. What do you but, think? But they all go by colours. Oh gosh, really? Yeah. Like you see that? We're in a Tarantino. We're in a Tarantino I, I film now, are we? <laughs> Everyone dies at the end. I, I, know I know a brown. It, it's got to be him. Oh, this this cannot be left alone. We need to go. Y you know, two browns, in fact. Do I? Yeah. Jace's Jace bark is the other brown. Oh, you're shitting me. <laughs> yep. Has, has he said that? You, no, Jace hasn't told us that yet. I'm not sure. Oh, Just would have mentioned whoa. it. Jace, you son of a bitch. Okay. Uh, His name says Fantia Brown. Do you see that? Look, look. And I, I pointed to Riki. That there, it's proof. We should go. Look, Jace, look. It's Cordwin Brown right there. Oh, Mr. dear. Brown. I look a bit closer and say, look, you know what? This ink has run a little bit. I, I think when I look closer... It might say Bowen. No. No. Give me that back. No. But, uh, if you have a look at it, make it make an investigation check, Wobani. All right. Oh, I hate investigation checks. Oh, yeah. Okay. 12. Better than average. Yay. Okay. You, you stare long and hard at it, and um, the, the R is sort of mixed in with the O to, to almost be not there. And um, the 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 W is the, there seems to be a letter between the W and the N possibly. It, it's hard to read, but um, what Riki mentioned could possibly be it. It could be Bowen. It could be Brown. Oh, Daisy Dumper. You might be right, Riki. However, the the other code names there. There's like a, a Miss Violet, a um, Mi Mr. Red. So it would assume <laughs> it should be uh, to to keep in pace with the the other suspects. It would probably more likely be Brown. Well, I don't know. What do you guys think, Alarak? I think this is this is it nails it puts a nail in the coffin type thing here. We should probably check this out. I know we're supposed to head south, uh, J Jace. What do you think? I mean, I'm, this is your mission. Uh, do you want to take a little bit of a perpendicular motion? I'll, um, I, I, I am troubled by uh, what we've read in that uh, that book, and if uh, these people are prepared to uh, lay waste to a whole village just to kill one man, that these are truly evil people. Um, uh, still, uh, I uh, 
think we should uh, ask for a, uh, a fee uh, if we are to take the job. And Alarak pipes up about, uh, he pipes up about wanting um, assistance to head south like a carriage or something. Um, or a wagon. So Wendy looks at you and goes, um, well, we can um, sell, sell you horses if, if you're heading south, but um, he, he, the the um, the the stableman may may have a wagon. I'm I'm not sure. I, I have to speak to uh, Robert. Wendy, uh, it, it sounded like you were offering us a job before. Uh, one doesn't typically do that to suspected criminals. Does this mean we're in the clear? Yes. Um, it certainly, it d didn't look like you were involved uh, outside of uh, keeping the uh, enemies at bay, and and it is much appreciated. And if you were to uh, take up on take up on this offer for me, um, there there could be uh, sixty gold per person um, available to you. Um, well, uh, I, I do do appreciate. Uh that uh, you've uh, seen fit to clear us. Thank you very much, Wendy. And uh, we, we we do find ourselves uh, available uh, at the moment and uh, uh, we would be interested in considering your job, but um, per perhaps you're able to find a, a little more. It sounds like these are very dangerous people. Make a persuasion check. Well, Bonnie nods in approval. 27. <laughs> <laughs> she, she um, nods her head, head and goes, I, I understand. Um, yes, certainly. Um, it, it is a dangerous proposition. Um, we are a small village, though, and uh, and having access to uh, large amounts of gold is, is uh, difficult to come by. I, I could probably spare 80 per person, but that would be as high as I could go. <laughs> Plus the copper plates and, and from the homes. <laughs> Oh, Wobani well, stands up and holds out his hand. And she stands up and spits in her hand and then starts shaking your hand. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. Not like not like that. And then I spit in my hand as well. <laughs> there we go. And the deal is done. Well okay. done, Chase. Well, well done. Um, excellent. And uh, Gordon's 80 gold is going towards paying off his debt. Once, once Wendy's <laughs> away, uh, Wobani's like, uh, it, this, this clearly must be related to what happened in Modanio. This, but where's the Lord and Lee connection here? I don't see it. Way out here in a small village? Modanio's huge. What the hell? I do not understand. Seems like it's some sort of cult. Um, I think, um, the fact that uh, they're uh, so far away from uh, Madanyu, uh Should we have asked them about Weld the Line? I, I don't think so. I don't think we want to uh, draw attention to ourselves. Mm, good point. She's already suspicious of us without uh, giving a further reason. Alright, well. I just guess I'll go get my backpack and I don't know. What do you think, Riki? Should we head head out? Yeah, I think so. I'm up for that. Is is Bindi okay? I mean, she did take a nip or two of that brandy. Oh, 
Oh, she can sleep it off in the backpack. She's got a pretty quick metabolism. Oh yeah, you you were saying she's got you, you've got like another little backpack house inside there, huh? Yeah, and it's equipped with its own little bathroom, so she's fine. <laughs> with running water. Oh, and he scratches his head when he when she says when Ricky says that. No way, really? How? No, just a you, little teeny, just a little teeny like bucket that she can use and we can clean. Oh, There's I no actual like, bath in there. No spa. I, I was just, I was shocked. If you use ma- magic, is so. I mean, you use magic so frivolously. I thought, wow, that's you must be more powerful than I thought. It, it's a miniature version of uh, Morden Kanan's magnificent mansion. That's, that's exactly that's exactly what it is. That's when I'm going to get that spell that I'm going to use yeah, we, for my squirrel. You've got plenty of plenty of practice because this one doesn't cost you a spell slot, so you do get it. It'll be extra marvelous. Oh, and, and it'll be full of squirrel helpers. <laughs> that's the reason I don't sleep in there. Uh, that's crazy. Awesome. I go get Bindi, my on the other hand, invites all sorts of squirrels in there. Yeah, I think the pig might spend some time in there too. Oh, yeah, you know that Gordon. Look, your job, Frederick the swine. Uh, I don't think should she come with us. I don't know if we should bring the pig with us. And then I, I look, I look back at, at uh, Gordon. Yes, Gordon, I'm talking about you. Damn it. Um, so Gordon goes, oh. actually, no, Gordon's not there. He's upstairs sleeping. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> retcon, retcon. Okay, Gordon stays. Pig can stay in the stable. There we go. Magnificent min- miniature mansion. <laughs> Probably misspelled it anyway. <laughs> or or Morning Cannon's uh, mighty magnificent miniature mansion. I think we get the idea. Yeah. Okay. Well, shall we head out? Yes. Okay. Well, um, I, I will um, provide you with uh, 20 gold uh, to start with each. And um, the remainder, 60, um, you can pick up um, when you find out what's going on and hopefully uh, clear out the uh, possible threat. Well, very, very good, Wendy. We shall, uh, uh, we shall uh, go and investigate the mountains. Um, is there a, a, a local guide that could take us uh, on our way? Um, well, I could possibly get uh, Dan to help you out. Uh, he, he knows the area well. Oh, that would, that would be most helpful. We'll be sure to keep him safe. <laughs> Excellent. I will um, go retrieve him, um, and uh, he should be with you in the next half an hour or so, hopefully. You, you didn't do anything to him too badly, did you? No, no, he enjoyed himself, but not too much. Excellent, excellent. All right. Um, well, um, I'll let you hold on to the book. I, I think there's some uh, cryptic instructions in there on, on how to find this this so-called cave. Um and uh, ho- hopefully they'll be of use. I'll scratch my head. Cryptic instructions? Oh, damn. That's definitely not something I can do. 
Alaric goes, I'll leave it to me. Um, I'll have a look. <laughs> he comes in and picks up the book and starts thumbing through it. Yeah, Alaric, <laughs> I remember throwing the safe against the wall. I don't think this will work. I think this needs to be in Riki's hands. And I look over at Jace. Well, oh, God, even Jace. What, what, hey? you think, what, you think you can't? Uh, you don't think I, I can handle it? I know you can't. You threw the safe against the wall. That was a perfectly valid option. It opened. Well, kind of. <laughs> no. All right. As you as you like. Let's just go. Okay. So you wait. Uh, are you going to go retrieve Gordon, or is Gordon going to be slipping it off today? Do we trust him to stay here? Well, we have taken him a long way from. Uh, 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 from where he where he's used to, I think he he's sort of at a bit of a disadvantage if he decides to take off. Yeah, what's he going to do? Run into the woods without any help? It's yeah. not like he's got money to to pay for anything. I'll uh, I, uh, uh, go up to the innkeeper and say, "Look, uh, can you uh, hold our room for a few days? We're off on a special mission for uh, Wendy of the town guard." Um, Ugh, um, okay. Uh, Gordon will be uh, staying here, as will the pig. No, normally I would uh, ask you to uh, pay it up front, but uh, I think the uh, militia are uh, taking the, uh, uh, footing the bill, aren't they? That's true. Fine, I'll, I'll talk to Wendy about it. Alarak will, will throw Gordon's backpack on the on the counter. Just kind oh, of Gordon. nod his head and indicate, watch that. Gordon would have taken that up with him. No, no. <laughs> Alaric went and retrieved it. <laughs> oh, did he? Yes. Not leaving it with Gordon. Well, you, would, you would have found Gordon Bonnie sleep, like, asleep on the bed. Yeah, will Bonnie be like, did you take his clothes too? Well, no, steady on. Mm. It would have been good if he took his clothes. He would never go with naked. Look, that that might be your fetish, but it's not mine. Fetish? These strange. Anyway. <laughs> okay, Jace goes up to uh, uh, and wakes uh, wakes Gordon uh, roughly and says, uh, "Gordon, uh, we're uh, heading out of town for a few days. You're staying here. Uh, we expect you to be here when we come back." Oh, um, okay. I, I'm, I'm going to go back to sleep. Thanks. And he goes back to sleep. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> He's snoring before you leave. He really didn't have a good night uh, with Frederick. <laughs> okay, so... um. After you've sorted this out, um, you see a friendly face of Dan once again, uh, a bit bleary-eyed from the night before, but um, still quite jolly, and goes, Oh, hello! How are you? Hello, Dan. Uh, we put in a good word with Wendy. I think you're in with a chance. Oh, re really? Ooh, um, uh, th thank you. 
she said like wonderful things about you. Like she said something about you and being and platonic. I think that's a very good a good step, don't you think? Oh, she said platonic. Yeah, that's a good thing, isn't it? Uh, uh, no. He looks very sad. What do you mean? She seemed quite uh, serious when she said platonic. Uh, just, it's a good thing. Just stop talking about it, please. Can, can we do this? I look over at Jay's puzzled. It's not a good thing, Levati. Oh, shit. You can you notice a tear rolling down his cheek. Oh, I'm so sorry about that. Uh, uh, I'm sure it's okay. I just really stop didn't... talking about it. <laughs> we should go and, and, then and he we starts should forget all you, about it. He just collapses on you. Um, and he, he's quite a heavy man and it starts bawling his eyes out. I pay, <laughs> I pay Harold for brandy time, Harold. Give me a brandy. A double. That... <laughs> That'll be... Uh, Oh, one gold. Yes, yes. Here you go. You um, he, he um walks over and hands you the uh, the pewter mark, uh, pewter cup uh, with the brandy inside. Drink, drink this, and it's it's warm, even a little bit warm. It's it's good for you, uh, Dan. You'll feel better. You got to get going. He 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 skulls it in one one hit and goes. <laughs> oh, okay. Um. Oh, all right. Let, let's let's go. Um, I I think I know where this where this cave might be. Um, I used to go there when I was a kid. Good, good work, Dan. Good work. Uh, let's go. Lead on. With that, he he turns um and uh, heads heads out. Uh, rather a uh, morose look on his face. I turn to Riki, uh, and I whisper, "You don't think that Dan was was." crying like that because you wanted me to buy him a brandy? I just kind of look at Wabani, pat him on the shoulder and say, we'll sit down and I might explain it to you later. <laughs> yeah, please do. Okay, so... Have, um, have, have you ever really, really, really wanted something? Yes. Uh, not to be ostracized. And I mean, I think that hanging out with you different uh, people from different races is a good thing. And have you ever really, really, really wanted something and then thought you might get to have it and then somebody turned around and took it away from you? Oh, up in the tribes all the damn time. Yeah, well, that might be a little bit of what Dan's going through right now. Ah, shit, that's terrible. I think I stuck my foot in my mouth. That's okay. Maybe we can make it up to him as we go along. Let's I'll start buy by him more brandy. Let's start by not killing him. Right. That's a good plan. So he's he um you, you um head out into the uh, forest, um and the the hills to the east of Alves, and he uh, you walk along for the next few hours. It's a it's a lovely day. Uh, it's starting to get a little bit cooler now. And uh, there's a few birds out and um, other various woodland creatures preparing for the winter months from, from the looks of things. But um, Dan keeps to himself and uh, wanders along at, at a steady pace. You should play some music, Chase. 
Jason plays a bit of a uh, a marching tune. He's never never says no when he's asked to give a performance. You want to make a performance check there? <laughs> Twenty-seven. It is a fantastic performance. It uh, it keeps you in time, and even even after um, all that, Dan seems that behaviour seems to have perked up, and um, he starts. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! Oh, that's so... not the right. That's not a loot. <laughs> no, but well, <laughs> I think we could just imagine it. <laughs> of course. Um, Dan starts talking about the, the local flora and fauna here and how, as a kid, um, he spent uh, days out here camping and, and enjoying himself. And um, the, the hills to the east were considered haunted and he used to travel there with um, his friends on dares and um, go go into some of the caves. So he's, he's had his fair share of um, fun and adventure in his earlier days. But uh, before long, it, you, it's, it's about the uh, close to the evening of the first day where he goes, well, um, I think you'll find that, that this cave up here is um, close to uh, what, what uh, is described in the book. Uh, if, did you want to investigate now or are you guys interested in um, taking a bit of a rest? I, for one, am really tired. Oh, what do you guys think of it? I mean, I can't see shit very well at nighttime, but going at night might offer an element of surprise. I think uh, investigating the day has um, a lot to be said for it, but uh, I don't want to make camp too close to the, the cave where we think the enemies might be. Can we hear or see anything? Uh, make a perception check. Just me or, or group? Um, someone can assist you if you want. Like, uh, Jace can help. But, right. uh, so you can roll with advantage, but that would be about it. Okay. 20. Dirty 20. So, the, um, you, you uh, spend a bit of time just uh, listening and uh, looking around. It's certainly starting to get dark. Your uh, vision is uh, not that uh, well compared to some of the other people in your party. And um, it, it just seems like a, a normal forest environment. The uh, birds are starting to chirp at uh, the uh, dusk environment and getting ready for bed. Whereas uh, you see a few uh, bats fly in the sky, some fruit bats and such. No smell of fire or anything? No smell of fire. No weird noises. Hmm. I don't see, hear, or smell anything. But uh, I guess majority wins this particular time. Alarak seems to be a little bit off his, his game today, so uh, yeah, if you guys want to spend the night, uh, let's go in the morning. So you guys setting up camp? I, I guess so. I think that's okay. fine. I'll, I'll take first watch. Okay. Uh, watch, yes. Let me just um, set that up. You guys happy to keep the same watch order that's in the party sheet right now? Yeah. Yep, not a problem. All right. Um, 
Wabani. Um, so the the night uh, drags on a little bit. Uh, can I get you to roll a perception check, please? With um, with uh, me. Have you got a have you got fire going at the moment? Oh no! I, I think make a cold camp. Bugger! All right, that's fine. So it'll be disadvantage then. All right. And also at the start of the the night, I have set up the um, alarm around uh, the perimeter of the camp. Eight. Natural one eight. Yeah, but it's a skill check, so natural critical critical one don't matter. <laughs> okay, so um, you're sitting there, and um, the the day that um, has been is sort of running through your head, such that you you feel a little bit distracted. Um, what you could have done to help out Dan a bit more, and um, b- because of that, <laughs> <laughs> you um, don't notice. Uh, things uh, creeping up onto you um, in, in the night until it is a little bit too late. Just um, hold on a second. Not my fault. Not my fault. Can I get you guys to um, place yourselves uh, where you are around the campfire? Although it's going to be dark. go I guess on that side and I, I'm, I'll be standing on this big boulder over here and Dan's going to be snuggling up next to Jace hey <laughs> where do you want him just a couple feet away a bit closer <laughs> hey <laughs> okay he's over there Okay, can I get everyone to roll initiative, please? Ooh, lovely. Uh-oh. Nine. Five for Wolfani. Seven for Alarak. Pig's not with us, is it? Pig's not with you, and Gordon's not with you. I might just uh, remove Pig. Okay, excellent. Um, so you're sitting there and uh, ruminating about uh, what's been happening, and so you don't notice uh, until uh, it's almost upon you. De- uh, de- well, I was going to say Degaba, but Wabani. I'm going to need lock tokens. Hang on. This um, creature starts to walk out of the night, uh, heading directly towards you. It's it's a, a look at f- uh, at first sight. It looks like some sort of uh, humanoid creature, but um, as you get a better look at it, it um, it uh, emanates some sort of cold. It, it's it's got a decaying body. It uh, groans and um, and it holds out a, a, a decrepit hand towards you, Wabani, and uh, there seems to be frost rolling off it and um, it feels cool. Anything nearby seems to feel cold. It, um, it, it feels like it freezes the air nearby. And, but, and uh, I didn't it doesn't notice do it. 
Not until it was too late. You you were okay. you were sitting there, sort of looking at your fingers at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And all these things seem to have rolled really good initiative. All these Wait, things? Plural. All these things. Oh, goody. Oh, at least we get to work out what they are before we um, destroy them all. And then as, as that creature moves up to you, um, you hear something uh, off to your east um, groaning as well. And then something flies towards you, Wabani. Sails towards you and um, hits the uh, tree just to your right, uh, actually just to your left, and uh, there's some sort of putrid uh, flesh explodes and um, it misses you, but uh, the smell is horrible. Ooh, what the? Can I raise? The... Can I shout? Uh, when it's your turn, yep. Uh, okay. Another one sort of moves up and uh, attempts to do the same thing. This one hits you, and it slams into your chest, and um, the um, it it's it's burning. That the um, the smell of uh, decaying flesh from this chunk of flesh uh, starts burning into your body. Meanwhile, another one walks up and uh, throws something at Dan. Same sort of a chunk of uh, necrotic flesh. Yeah. Are they outside of our visible the fire's range? That's why I can't see? Correct. They're, they're outside your range ah, at the moment. Yeah. Okay. Uh, unless you uh, bring some sort of light to the party. Um, Alright, so he's going to uh, attack Dan, but it's going to be a disadvantage. Ah, that's because he had... Oh, that is a hit. Poor Dan um, gets hit. Is it just just one question? I mean, wouldn't everybody except for myself be prone? That's correct. That's why it rolled at disadvantage. Oh, okay. Um, so uh, this uh, another putrid piece of flesh flies towards Dan, and um, he cries out in pain, and then cl- collapses to the ground. Unmoving. Oh no! Oh no! And finally, one moves up to Alarak, and a similar one near you, Wabani, and um, this feeling of uh, cold wakes up Alarak as he um, sees a horrible, uh, like, rotting flesh creature standing over him. Riki, um, I reckon you would have woken up by uh, all this noise by now, so um, what do you do? Okay, Riki takes a quick, quick, quick gauge of the situation, thinks that she's backed up between... Uh, she doesn't think she can do much for Dan at this point, uh, except for try and take out whatever's going on. So she looks across and uh, casts haste on Alarak. And I think she stays where she is. She's pretty much backed up... Um, In a defensive position. Okay, Jace, you you wake up to um, groans and moans and um, the feeling of a, a coolness nearby. Okay, so Jace uh, gets to his feet and uh, pulls out, it, picks up his, his crossbow which was laying next to him, and uh, 
it takes aim and fires at uh, zombie number two. Okay. Now, um, both you and uh, Riki have uh, dark vision, so I'll just uh, reveal a bit more of the uh, map for you now that you're awake. Oh, what are the zombies wearing? Any armor? No, they, they don't seem to be wearing anything. Any, any armor seems to have um, rotted away years ago. Tacky, tacky clothes. Jace is horrified. <laughs> I think that's all of them. Okay. Okay, so yeah, so you have a better understanding of which one you want to target, but yep, go for it. Um, so, yeah, Jace might uh, keep that target, but he calls out, uh, there are others uh, in the distance uh, closing in. You hit. Uh, the bolt sort of grazes its shoulder. Um, it digs in a little bit, but then it sort of bounces off a little. Uh, then uh, it just follows it up with some uh, psychic power. It seems to um, take the damage and, and ignore it. Its, it's target is Alarak. Okay. Um, Jessica sort of glances around and sees uh, Dan uh, bleeding out, and he uh, he throws a um, a word of uh, word of healing at him, and then uh, then yells, "Dan, take cover!" Okay. You want to roll that? Yep. <laughs> fully heals him. <laughs> Alright, so uh, he, he looks over to you um, and uh, nods and uh, doesn't know where, where the monsters are coming from. He's, he looks rather scared at the moment. Okay, and Jay sort of goes, um, takes a couple of steps forward to, uh, uh, with the golem sort of stopping and flanking us. Okay, Alarak, um, as, as you're standing there, the aura this thing is um, emanating, it ch chills you to the bone. Okay. You take uh, five cold damage uh, being nearby. Mm. So he will... What does this do? He will... Um, he'll stand up. gives him just an additional action, right? Or action plus bonus action. It gives an additional action plus uh, AC and advantage on dexterity saving throws. Um, the additional action can be used to make one attack or make a dash action or I think one other action off the top of my head. Okay. Uh, he will... Uh, uh, Zephyr's Strike on himself which is and 
as a bonus action, and then he will uh, planar warrior smash at this one who's z- zombie number two who's in front of him. Yep. So he attacks. Control left click. With he he grabs his pole arm and he swipes at this guy with his pole arm. And it con- uh, it connects. Okay, so I do that. And that's his one action, and he can only do that once a turn, I believe. That's correct. Does it take him one action to do that? I think it does. Oh, you, you are right. You are right. So we can either uh, do that or the Zephyr so, Strike. Yeah, no, we'll, I'll get rid of the Zephyr Strike, right? Excuse me for not being on top of this. So he would have done the Planar Warrior. Uh, and then he will uh, swing once more with his with his uh, glaive. And once again, you hit. Now, and... yeah, he can on. do... He's got this thing where it says Orcish Fury. You can add an additional when weapon, you hit within a weapon, weapon damage. Simple. You can roll one of your weapon's damage dice an additional time and add its extra damage. So I'll roll the D10. Okay. Oh, that was so close. That'd be another 10. And I guess I'll drop that on. That's all right. I've done it. Okay. Ah, and he's still alive. Okay, so I, I've burned that off. And he stays where he's at. Okay. Well, Barney, right. so um, as, as you stand um, uh, sitting there on the rock, the um, cold, um, th- the feeling of cold sort of runs through your body. Um, being close to these things seems to hurt. Right. That sucks. I will. That really hurts. I will. Ah, Gert. All right. So I will. Could not. It's too late to me take a reaction. I should have took a reaction right away. I yell, uh, "Wake the camp! We're being un- we're under attack!" Because <laughs> they already are. Um, and then I will do uh, an attack action. With my Hangamanga, I will swipe at this one who's beside me. Oh, for God's sakes. That's an eight. Um, and then I will burn a key point to do Step of the Wind, which allows me to disengage, and I want to get... Uh, I'll get over here beside, just in front of Riki. So that was my action. That was my bonus action. And I was like, that's it. Okay, Dan looks around and um, decides to... Hang on. Okay, he is going to run off uh, into the uh, forest to the right. You lose sight of him in the trees. The, the zombie that uh, moved up to you, Wabani, uh, 
Barney uh, continues its onslaught towards you. Hmm. Damn it. It, uh, it seems to have a level of single-mindedness. And, and it, uh, it, try, it tries to hit you with its uh, decrepit fist. Bet you're too quick and uh, dodge out of the way. Meanwhile, uh, a couple of more uh, fetid uh, pieces of meat fly towards you, Wabani. You miss one. And that one misses as well, as they they fly um, harmlessly over your head and land into the fire pit uh, and explode harmlessly. Meanwhile, uh, one of the other ones uh, to the north um, throws something at you, Jace. Wow, really rolling low. That Jace one misses as well. Not on his feet. So uh, this zombie near Alarak um, would Alarak have been wearing his armor, by the way? Uh. Would he have been wearing his chainmail loincloth to sleep? I would say yes. <laughs> okay. So he um, slams down and hits Je- uh, Alarak hard, and uh, it bludges, bludgeons him, and uh, there's a it uh, adds a bit of frostbite onto his uh, chest where it hit him. Ricky, you're up. Okay. So I'm having a bit of a think about this. And I think... One, two, three, four, five. I'm feeling like we're a little bit outnumbered. Uh, just hold on a second. Um, you're close enough to this one where it um, you feel it's cold embrace nearby. And you take some damage at the start. Oh, bugger. Ah, and the haste washes off due to it. Oh, that's no good. So I've taken six damage, is that right? Yeah. That is truly unfortunate. Okay, so I'm going to... Hmm. I'm going to probably not cast Fireball. I'm going to cast um, Magic Missile um, as a level three spell. Here comes the pew pew. Yeah, so you... yeah, just a second. All right, so that's five magic missiles, and I uh, now move back to near. Uh, is that? Do I have to climb very far to get up to the top of that log, or is that how high is that behind me? Uh, you could climb over it. It'll be double movement to do so, though. Yeah, that's all right. I kind of climb over the top of it, 
and uh, peek out from over the top of it. So I've kind of got partial cover when I'm hiding. You you can see Dan cowering behind a tree as you do that. So hey Dan. <laughs> Point him out. <laughs> okay. So Jay starts playing Thriller. <laughs> nice. Um, he's going to have another crack at the zombie two with his um, his crossbow. misses um, sort of glances around uh, checks on uh, how healthy people are and uh, how's that uh, Wabani uh, do you need healing I answer yes okay uh, uh, just throws a healing word in Wabani's direction it misses him and hits the zombie. Wait, no. Oh, no. How cruel. <laughs> Nine plus four, four, thirteen. Nice. Thanks, I, f- I feel much better. And uh, Jace, uh, seeing the uh, the effect the chill of the zombies uh, has been having on people, decides that they'll actually take a couple of steps back after. Okay. Alarak, uh, the the cold nearby is uh, slowing you down a little bit. Um, you take five cold damage. So, second one is a bonus action. Uh, he will... Um, this time he will do the Zephyr Strike. He'll cast that as a bonus action on himself. Uh, And then he will, uh, as an action, he will uh, strike at the chill zombie. Oh, Jesus. It just bounces off its thick hide. And... I think what he's going to do is he's going to move over here. So he's staying adjacent? He's not moving back at all? Yeah, he's staying adjacent. Yeah. Okay. And that's his turn. And Wobani, oh, what can I do here? Damn it. Um... As a, I will. I, I'm. I'm just going to have to attack. This guy's beside me. I will again try to use my hungamanga to slash at him, pulling it out my religious symbol, hoping that it Donaru will give me strength. Oh shoot! I'm no longer. Sorry. I thought I still had him. That would be a hit though. So just target him and uh, roll your damage. There you go. that damage for that and then I will um, I'm going to where is it burn another key point there we go to do no I won't I'm just going to uh, unarm strike him Okay. as my bonus action 
rolling like crap, Wobani. Shame on you. You and, slam uh, your fist into its hide, and it um, it cracks your knuckles, but it uh, doesn't seem to do any damage to it. It sort of lunges towards you, hoping to bite down on you next turn. Sorry, I didn't mean to get out of uh, going over there. Okay. Dan hides. Uh, number one attempts to hit you, Wabani. This battle is not going well. He slams down on you hard, and uh, you feel um, the the uh, punch um, has a bit of a cold kick to it as well. Jesus. Meanwhile, these um, attempts to hit you as well, Wabani. They they throw their their um, horrible, diseased uh, pieces of meat towards you. Do I get a bit of cover from whatever these things are here in front of me? Um, are they I, big, big, big boulders? They could be. They would probably move that. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I imagine I stand above the boulder. Yeah, that they would be half cover if, if they uh, were you there. It, the first one misses anyway. Okay. Second one attempts to hit you though. And that one misses as well. You've been lucky with these uh, range attacks. Okay. Um, and number four sort of uh, th- throws another... Um, rotting piece of flesh towards you, Jace. And that one hits you um, on the chest and you feel um, the uh, putrid flesh um, burn into your skin. Meanwhile, the one that's sparring with Alarak uh, attempts to hit him again. But uh, misses. It bounces off his uh, chainmail hide. Ricky, you're up. Okie dokie. I'm weighing up whether or not to hit the chillborn zombie with a few more shots. Actually, I'm kind of feeling like I'm going to hurl a Snellox snowball swarm at the corruption corpses. Okie dokie. They both fail. What? Light damage? Oh, I'm feeling ripped off right now. A ball of um, uh, of uh, frozen water explodes near those corruption corpses, and they, they um, take the full brunt of it, but um, they seem to ignore the damage. Well, that's a bit disappointing. All right, I'm, I'm just going to duck down behind the, behind the log again. You can hear Dan go, You did well, Ricky! Thanks, thanks, Dan. Thanks, mate. <laughs> okay. Uh, Jace uh, is going to try something different. He'll uh, he turns to Chillborn Zombie Number One, and uh, he uh, starts uh, uh, whispering a discordant melody uh, at the at the creature, um, and. Um, 
then uh, casts uh, dissonant whispers at it. Is that a? Uh, just give me a second. Okay. Yep. So did it fail? Oh, it succeeds. Ah, oh, dear. So it uh, takes three D. Oh, so failed. Uh, it's successful takes half as much damage. Doesn't have to move away. Yep. So it seems to ignore the noise, um, but it uh, it roars a little. It, it you would think it would roar in a little bit of pain. You've used this spell before on humanoids, but um, it just seems to take it and, and keep moving towards Alarak and wanting to take him down. Uh, are you moving at all, Jace? Uh, no, Jace will stay where he is. Okay, Jace takes a cold damage when he's uh, right there. Oh, loses his. Sorry, um, did you say I took cold damage? No, apologies. I meant Alarak. Oh, okay. Uh, and Alarak loses his uh, Zephyr Strike. Oh, crap. Changes everything. All right. Um, Just hit it until it's dead. He will. Oh, does he get? He gets two attacks. No, not till next level. Oh, okay. Shoot. All right. He's multi-classed. Uh, okay, so he will, uh, as a bonus action, he will take second win. Oops. And that's a hit dice that comes with that, I imagine. That's correct, yep. There we go. Nicely done, Alarak. That heals him up for 17, bringing that down quite a bit. All right, then that was his bonus action. Then he will once more try to um, smash at him with his extra special glaive. He hits, he hits. it. Oh, man. Oh, yay! <laughs> So, as as Alarak carves down, he slices uh, right into the, the middle of the, the zombie, and it it uh, sort of um, sighs a little bit. But then it, it, there's this rush of cold, and uh, it explodes out towards him. Um, and he needs to make a dexterity saving throw, which I'll force the roll on. Oh, okay. Alarak is not expecting this, and so uh, takes the full brunt of uh, the... Uh, Cold explosion. Yeesh. But so you're still up. Healed. He will then move across to uh, get in front of this other guy. Okay. That's his turn. Wobani uh, forced into for having his hand forced, he will as a bonus action. Wow, take eight points of damage this time from the uh, cold aura. Jesus, yeah, well, clearly he's, as a second level, he's casting a healing hand on himself. Oh, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. Uh, he's got this thing that he paid for with so much money from Potion of Healing is, a, is an action, isn't it? It is, yes. All right, all right. So, can I re? 
these never mind sorry healing word as a second level on himself healing word or cure wounds healing word is the bonus action second right, level okay. on himself oh Damn. wow total max yeah yay that's good so that was 19 healed feeling much better and then as an action and angered um he's still too close to these fuckers so he is going to swarm try to smash him with his hungamunga oh and finally hits. he hits oh yay and with it dead he will then uh Oh, so wait. this one explodes as well, um, and you don't uh, don't manage to duck out of the way. Take the full front of this as well. Let me roll my saving throw. I can do it. <laughs> Just do a full saving throw. I'll, I'll do, let you I'm roll it do next my saving time. I will then go in and, and hide, uh, get some cover behind this large boulder. Okay. With um, Jace being really the only one that's out in the open, these uh, co these corpses walk towards you, Jace, and uh, throw some uh, fetid flesh towards you, or putrid flesh. What's the difference? <laughs> <laughs> one smells slightly better than the other. I'll let you choose which is which. <laughs> So um, you get hit by uh, this one, and um, it starts to uh, burn into your skin from the other side this time. Meanwhile, with with uh, Alarak in front of uh, him, he um, instead uh, attempts to uh, smash Alarak with a fist. Yeah, but misses automatically. Um, when Alarak has walked up to this... Uh, corpse uh it is the stench is unbearable and he's having a hard time a hard time not to gag by the way ricky all right i take aim at the closest corruption corpse and i cast magic missile at level Three, which would give me three plus two. Yes. All right, so it's done some damage, but it's not dead. And I duck down behind the log again. Chase. Okay. Uh, Chase is going to cast uh, Healing Word on himself, and then let fly with a with, his, with an arrow across my bolt at uh, one of the corruption corpses.
healing energy sh um, shoots through you. You feel slightly better. Okay, and arrow. You hit. And then I follow up with some psychic energy. And uh, this one explodes as well, but uh, harmlessly where it is. Could it be its head that exploded because of the psychic energy? Sure. Okay. It pops like a melon, a very ripe <laughs> Alarak will, as a bonus action, he'll put ensnaring strike on himself. Okay. And then he will try to uh, smash at... Oh, he, no, he doesn't actually need to be in, in melee distance with this weapon, does he? He Other. doesn't, but you are in melee now. Yeah, alright. So he uh, s smashes at it with his glaive. Um, can you roll again? Because w due to the stench, you're rolling at disadvantage. Oh, okay. That still hits, though. Okay. Uh, so that means with that, that happens. It is now restrained by um, vines. While restrained by the spell, the target takes 1d6 piercing damage at the start of each as it turns a creature. Oh, well, sorry. The target must make a succeed on a strength saving throw or be restrained. So here we go. There is its saving throw. It fails terribly. Okay, so it does get ensnared. Start of its turn, 1d6. So that effect should take care of that. And the damage it gets is from the glaive. Yes, maximum 15. Nice. What's what's the blade thing going on? That's that's the, the, that's his glaive. That's yeah. His, oh, his you glaive. hadn't rolled that second damage echo. Yet. Yeah, I didn't roll the damage. That's right. Yeah. So that was his bonus action. That was his action with it with it being restrained. He now goes over to uh, assist with the other guys, and I think his maximum movement is thirty. Okay, so you're provoking, are you? Yep. All right, let me just uh, try and attack. Does it still get attack even though it's restrained? Yeah. Fucker. It's just a disadvantage. Okay. And it's a miss. And he's like, <laughs> and that's okay. Turn. Wobani. Wobani is going to. Obani is going to, from back behind the um, stand-up, uh, can I get a bead on Corp Corruption Corpse 3 from where I'm at? Uh, yes, but it's going to have half cover to you. So I will move over here to get a good line of sight. Uh, and I will throw Toll the Dead on it. It succeeds. So it doesn't even take half damage. Bugger. So that was my action. And as, and then again, as a bonus action, I will once more put Healing Word onto myself as a second level. Oh, shit. I put, I accidentally put it on the corruption course. I forgot to target myself. 
Okay, which one did you target? Uh, Corruption Corpse number three is what it got to hit number on three. for ten. That's adjusted. Okay, and here's my hit die. Okay, that's my turn. Okay, um, another one of these uh, corruption corpses comes out of the uh, wilderness to the right. And uh, lobs a uh, some more flesh at you, Wabani. Uh, and this one gets you uh, on the side of the face and um, it uh, sh it shakes you. Uh, it's It's a solid hit to the face. Damn it. Right back to where I started from. <laughs> oh, Very Lord. seesaw. Okay, number three. Um, since you're out in the open and right there, Wabani, it's going to target you again. Yep. Uh, but he misses. And uh, this one is going to attempt its turn to try and break free of the uh, ensnaring strike. So is it a, just a strength check? Uh, let me look again. Again, it is a creature restrained by the vines uh, can use its action to make a strength check against your DC, which is a strength DC 13. It uh, breaks free, uh, but that is the end of its turn. And it took its damage at the beginning, right? It did, yeah. Okay. Ricky. Okay, so Riki casts Magic Missile at level 2, giving her four missiles. Uh, she casts it on the uh, Corruption Corpse number 4. It's all a bit profoundly disappointing, but that's <laughs> it's, 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 <laughs> well, I'm given I'm chipping away very, very slowly at a big block with a toothbrush. Um, yep. all right, let's keep going with this and I duck behind the log again. Soon I'm gonna be attacking them with Toll the Dead. <laughs> <laughs> it might do more damage, two D twelve. Except when you miss. Yeah, true. Okay, um, so number four looks like it's the most injured, is that right? It is a little bit more injured than the rest, yes. Yeah, that's okay. Jace targets him with his crossbow, and uh, let's flop. I mean, the most injured uh, creature here is probably Wubbani. Okay, then, change of plans. <laughs> that's a mess. Um, but this... Cover business sounds like a good gig. Um, uh, so if Jace uh, clambers over, is that a, what looks like a log, and they have, ends up next to Riki? Um, do he have cover then? Yeah, yeah, you can um, hide, hide behind it. Okay, take cover. Thank you. And uh, we're well, Do you need healing? Yes. <laughs> Okay, I'll throw a healing word at you, uh, level two this time. I'll have no more healing surges. One more after this. 
That's a 17. Almost feeling healthy and hale once more. <laughs> it's definitely the, the healthier you, isn't it? Yep, the healthiest I've been. What's right, Alarak do? He runs back to this guy, seeing that he broke out. And he's like, he's like, have at the knave. And he will, he will bonus action planar warrior thing. Uh, so he will attack with his glaive. Hits. And that goes on. Oh, wait. Why didn't it put on the... What is he? He's not targeting anyone. Ah, that, I dropped the Chosen on top of it and it didn't. <sighs> you try. Alright, an extra 1d8. That's okay. Just roll a 1d8. Oh, yeah. Um, so so there you go. Uh, describe how um, Alarak cuts through this thing. He comes up with this glaive. It's, it's you know, at the ground. With like, like, left hand is on near his belly. Right hand is holding it down. And he just sweeps up and uh, going for the decapitating where it slices half of its head in half as he sweeps up and cuts half of its head off and its skull falls to the ground and it crumples. He's, and he and as, as, he as it this. crumples to the ground, it um, oh, starts geez. to explode. Um, but Alarak ma manages to dodge out of the way and it doesn't take too much damage. Exploding bastards. Are you moving anymore? Uh, yeah, he will. After this, feeling him, feeling it, he will come to the stand. Oops, sorry. Well, 30. I don't think he can move that far. Yeah, He's already that... moved a big distance. Oh, right, right, right. To get there. So he can't move, period. That was 30. That was his max. He's done moving. Um, well, Bonnie will, from where he's at, uh, feeling much better than he did in a while, uh, he is going to I can just see Corruption Corpse 3 from where he's at, right? Uh, yeah. That, that'll probably have cover, but yes. Oh, actually, no. You'd probably be clear enough. No, what I mean is I because uh, with the light, he's still in a dim light, so I can see him out there, right? Um, make a perception check with disadvantage. No one's using light at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if I'm not sure, if I've got to look hard because I'm not entirely sure, um, then what I want to do is I will move back over here And I will throw a healing word. Seeing that Alarak coming up and looking not good, I will throw a healing word at him at first okay. level. Uh, you targeted yourself there. Oh no, you didn't. Okay. Crap. A one and a one. Nine healed. Oh, that was not very good. He's still healthy. Okay. Meanwhile, with uh, no available targets, uh, this corpse sort of moves up into the uh, forest and um, sees 
Dan nearby, but um, attempts to lunge at him, but not this turn. Dan, meanwhile, um, goes, oh, 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 and has the wherewithal to disengage, but uh, runs off. Out that way. Okay. Meanwhile, the other one moves it moves towards the uh, campfire. And sta- stands around, um, not doing too much at the moment. Okay. Riki. Get him, Riki. Hmm. You know what? If I cast Burning Hands in it, I'm probably going to set the set the forest on fire, aren't I? <laughs> probably a good chance. Yeah, that's a pretty. <laughs> Oh dear! It's the um, moment. You know what? I am probably going to cast Thunder Wave on it. Probably have to get a little bit closer, but yeah. It fails. Uh, so roll your damage, and you push it back. How far? Uh, let me have a quick squiz. I push it back 10 feet away. Okay. And, and I then move back um, further off into the bushes, but kind of still behind the log with the line of sight. So I'm still kind of hiding a bit. Yep. Okay. Jace. Okay, so... Uh, Jace is going to cast Dissonant Whispers at level 3 at the Corruption Corpse 2. What it fails. fails. Roll well, too. Oh, nice. So, so describe how it dies to um, a horrible noise in its head. <laughs> okay, it, uh, it it hears a, a, sh- a shrill, piercing sound that uh, no one else can uh, hear, and it, it clutches its uh, decaying hands to uh, sides of its head where its ears used to be, and uh, it, it lets out a, 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 a keening wail, and then its head explodes. And uh, the guts and stuff go everywhere. <laughs> okay, so Jace looks around and sees that there's just uh, one corruption corpse left. Um, uh, uh, I think he'd uh, uh, like to uh, just make sure it didn't get too close to him, so maybe just take a couple of steps back into the bushes. Into the waiting five corruption courses now. <laughs> <laughs> They're not particularly stealthy. Alarak. All right. Alarak is going to move up to here. And as he he's moving up quickly, and then as he gets close to the fire, he uh, uses his misty step to get right here. You know, you don't have to be adjacent. Oh, yes, right. Right there. The fire isn't running either, by the way, because you indicated no, he, that. He missed, he stepped across it. Hold on a second. One second, please. 
I'll let him attack. Oh, he misses. Okay, and then he, with his glaive, he will attack from there. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't know how long you were going to be, so I rolled him at his attack, but I'll let you take the, t- the, the oh, attack. Oh, I'm sorry, it was just one uh, quick second. Nice, 12. Good, that was his move. Wobani. Wobani's like, you should have flanked him, Jace, and he comes running up and out over here. Okay, as you get nearby, um, the stench overpowers you, so you'll be making attacks at disadvantage. That's okay, because he was not going to attack. He just goes to touch touch him uh, and inflict wounds as he touches this cr- creature, hoping that this works. <laughs> that is... <laughs> Just the worst possible luck. Well, uh, it's by the way, you would have had to roll at disadvantage for that, but um, the first one misses. So. Yep, right. So the uh, you, you attempt to touch him, but um, you get a mouthful of um, horrible, decaying uh, scent, and uh, you you cough and splutter, unable to focus. Bobani slaps his palm against his head, thinking, Oh, damn, they're undead. Like, it turns around to you and attempts to hit you. You are retarded, Tua, Mr. DM. Why? All these high rolls tonight, my lord. <laughs> first, first you were missing, actually, but uh, he, he hits you. Uh, in the face, he just basically punches you and uh, is hoping to eat you soon. I will use a reaction. Yep. Wrath of the Storm. I will Wrath of the Storm, which is he makes a dexterity saving throw. He fails. Thank God. And I will lightning damage him. Okay. He, he takes it and... Um, he, the lightning surges over him and he, his flesh becomes charred, but he's still standing there. Ricky! Toll the dead! There we go, yay! Here it Told is. the dead. <laughs> it, it rolled a zero. <laughs> oh no! Wait, that should have been 2d12? Yeah, roll a second. Roll a second d12. Come on, 12. Phew. Um, so it seems to not the Tolder Dead doesn't seem to inflict as much damage as you would expect on a corpse. Again, deeply disappointing. <laughs> Jace. Okay. Um, Jace uh, comes forward uh, a few steps to get out a clear shot and fires at Corruption Corpse with its crossbow. Is he getting a good shot from there? Uh, yeah, I guess. Shooting past an angry Alarak. Oh, no. Uh, oh. Alarak, you distracted me. Alarak looks to you and almost hits you with his glaive. 
<laughs> what does Alarak do? Alarak looks at Wabani and he's like, this is how it's done. And he will, as a bonus action, he will put his planar warrior thing on it and he will swing at the corruption corpse. Swing away. Oh, fudge. I've been rolling ridiculous. I need to go buy a lottery ticket because I've got no luck tonight. <laughs> okay. Um, what about... Is he moving? Uh, yeah, he, he will move up to aid Wobani in flank. Okay. Okay, that's his turn. So you're rolling with disadvantage, but plus two. Yeah, disadvantage plus two. And with his hunger manga out, Wobani will try to end this creature's miserable unlife. Woe begotten, woe begotten existence. Oh, could have been a 20. And he will try to flurry of blows as well as I'll burn a key point. And here's my first unarmed strike. Oh, sorry, that should have been a disadvantage. So I'll roll it again. You so, still hit. Okay, so that's the first. Yes. Oh, and that was good enough. So uh, describe how you kill it, and a- as you're doing it, it, it explodes in your face. I'm looking directly at Alarak as I do it, and I, 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 I the hunga mungai slashes across his belly but misses, and then I go with my fist and I right into its nose and I pulverize its head with my nose. Okay. So it uh, hits you uh, as it dies. Uh, it explodes in a uh, horrible, um, putrid flesh. Yeah, you both you both manage to duck out of the way and don't take too much of the damage. And then um, it just oozes at your feet. But <sighs> that was a terrible fight. Can I get everyone uh, outside of Wabani to make a perception check, please? Uh, that's a 20. That's a 12. Riki, right. you catch some movement uh, to the north um, of where you're standing. Uh, some sort of cloaked figure is uh, running off into the distance. Stop! Stop! <laughs> Um, and I think with that we might leave it for the night because it's uh, reaching our time now okay well thank you very much everyone yeah thank you until next week guys okay have a good have a good week thanks for playing thank you for listening I hope you had a good time remember you can find us on Twitch YouTube Podbean iTunes uh, Discord see the detailed descriptions below and if you want to vote uh, come join us on the Filthy Pig Discord server And see you later.